funded his rent. <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen. Part two, my friends. Part two, baby. Wow. How are you doing? <laughs> Wasn't expecting that, were you, sir? <laughs> no. <laughs> wow. Oh, <my. laughs> I hate this guy so much right now. Bruh. What on earth was He's that? He's never done this before, you know. Nah, nah, that is, that is probably the most shameless thing I've ever seen. Like, we're all going through our day, right? We're all going through our day, and this guy's like, they ain't ready for this. <laughs> Ah, you know what? Uh, props to you, props to you, innit? Props to you. Props uh, to you. Uh, enjoying enjoying the weekend. Welcome to the Free Before Podcast. I am your host, Cahill, joined, of course, by the ever present coach, Coach Joe. Yes, I'm here, I'm here. And the return <laughs> of the Mac. Come on now. Yeah. Original <laughs> guest. <laughs> Some may say it's over. <laughs> I'm finished. <laughs> wow. We'll get to wow. plugging you later, wow. son. Wow. Derek joins us again. Yes, it's good to be here, man. Good to be here. Looking forward to this. Let's talk. Special hundredth episode of one hundred podcast. Damn, we made it, man. A whole century. Yeah. We made it. It's not like Damn. it takes. It takes that much effort. We literally set up a microphone and speak into it, but. Is that we go to the people? Nah, you guys, no, no, give yourself some more credit, but man. We, but we, everyone we've, gets to 100. We've done it in what? Three houses. Three houses, yes. Come on, uh, now talk about much it. Much different areas. Come um, on, man. Meh. Yes, actually. Yeah, yeah and <coughs> equally as violent, but that's not the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Equally um, as violent, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually thinking about it now. It's actually kind of mad, bro. Those walks in the cord. Oh, the cord, you know. Those walks in the cord. Wow, the cord. No, those walks in the cold. Whoa, those walks in the cold. Yes. But um, just going to these places, man. Now you guys have done a lot, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Thing, you guys yeah. should be proud of yourselves. Hundred episodes. Shout out hundred more to come, man. That's it. Go. Shout, shout out all the guests that have come true. One hundred percent. Um everyone that listens. Yep. People that have got us on two um platforms. Yep. Shout out all you man. Big love. Mm-hmm. Work hard, eat chicken, get money. That's a work hard, get chicken. I like that. You remember He's that, been saying that for Work like, hard, get I put that. I put that in. Years. He put I, that in the in the the sixth form um, yearbook, right? yearbook, and then it it blew. Yeah, Work man. hard, eat chicken, chicken get money. <laughs> that is lit. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> but yeah. ladies and gentlemen, oh, you're yeah. here to listen to us reminisce about old school days. You're here to listen to us talk about football, and we'll start with Saturday, Crystal Palace two. Burnley, nil. Burnley were outclassed. Every second of the game. Beautiful to watch. And um, because we are now on radio, I must say, F Sean Dyche. <laughs> wow. Because I can't say the actual thing. But yes, anyway, yes. Um, <laughs> we continue. <laughs> but yeah, you know, um, <laughs> <laughs> Let's get uh, to it. What was good about Crystal Palace was... They didn't allow Burnley's style of football to rattle them one bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was long ball after long ball from the goalkeeper, long mm-hmm. ball after long ball straight to Chris Wood. He nodded on. You have a Crystal Palace defender waiting for him to mess up and he'll, he'll clean up. Played their football. They attacked well. Zaha was very unlucky. Hit the wall, I think, three times. Mm-hmm. I miss Zaha. Um, <laughs> and yeah, they were very good. Both mm-hmm. goals were, both goals were well, deserved, well deserved and Burnley just looked embarrassing they let the mixed race Robin do his thing though wow the mixed race <laughs> I, I call him little Robin little Robin yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> 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 but yeah no it was, it was well deserved and yeah uh, 
Townsend's goal was beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful strike, yeah. We need to talk about how his hairline got back. <laughs> you know, there's, there's, it's that money, man. It's, 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 it's that money. There's many, there's many different reasons we could come up with. No, <laughs> no but good on them, man. Good on them. Good yeah, on they them. played well. They played well. It was a good win. Brighton 2, Huddersfield Town 1. Um, Do you want to talk about it? Because that, that, that was... That was funny. What happened? The 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 kick back into you could class it as an on goal. Yeah, yeah. Oh I mean, wait, I mean the balls come oh, out to your now. side. Your fullback and you somehow <laughs> volleyed it back into your own area. <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> he then made up for he won the I think it was the the corner which they scored their winner from. Mm, yeah, with a bit of a nice acrobatic. So he made up for himself. But boy, kind of. But you know, you can't be doing that. Can't be doing can't that. He's a harsh coach. Ugh. <laughs> It's trash. It's, no, it's trash. It's trash. Let it out, bro. It's lay trash. Out, out. All, right, all right, cool. You know what? You know what? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? He's having a few. I think he's angry, bro. You know what? Yeah. So your team defends a ball very well, mm. and it's come up to you, and you have all the time to actually. You can control it. You can do kick ups. You can flick it over your head and do styles with it. Fine. But instead, somehow he's managed to fully boot it mm. over his head and loop it back into the area. Mm. Pinpoint for a header. I ask you what's worse, that or Koscielny in the European Europa League semi-final. What, playing the crossball? Not the crossball, the tackle on Griezmann where he ends up trying to clear it whilst volleying it into his face and it goes perfectly into, onto uh, Griezmann's feet who then makes it 1-0. Uh, this home. this one is worse because... No, sir, no. Uh, no, no, no. No. <laughs> listen, no. Listen, listen, no. listen, no. No, no, listen. <laughs> no. listen. No, no, listen. No. Listen, listen. No. I understand why you say no, but listen, listen, no. listen, listen. You kick the no. ball. <laughs> you get... I'm getting, I'm getting no, I remember. I remember. <laughs> okay. But you kick the ball into your face here. Yeah? Okay, that's stupid. But fam, why the hell are you doing the whole boot back into your area know, after the ball's gone? Mm. Are you Graham Souness? <laughs> like, mm. what are you doing? So, yeah, that one was worse for me because it was just embarrassing. Good but anyway. More results. More results. He's doing well. I think he's turning into a solid lower to mid-table side. I don't think they can expect anything more from that. The progression will have to be very, very... Um, gradual. Mm. Yeah, very gradual. I feel that... Because of the, the facilities they have, they have a very, very nice, very modern stadium. Yeah. In a very attractive part of, of, of England as well. Brighton's a nice space, yeah. So, maybe a bit, maybe a future investment, maybe if down they, the line. If they do get a future investment, that would be good for the club. They, Hopefully they'll keep Chris Uten, unlike a certain Newcastle. Yeah, boy. Well, they've been strong for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like they've, not, they've been a club that have been in the championship for a while and have never had any money to spend quite big for them mm-hmm. um, but if they do get an investor that is able to splash a lot of money a in bit the of club, similar to Everton I'd say yeah then you could see them maybe become <coughs> like a top 10 for maybe 6th to 10th maybe 12th maybe most maybe yeah but yeah it's good for them Leicester 2 Watford nil goals from Jamie Vardy real gun shooter because he always seems to score he loves it doesn't he yeah. and uh, James Madison <laughs> Uh, Madison's goal was nice. It was all right. No, it was nice, man. <laughs> right. Question. Oh, you can you lose Leicester next year? Can who? Madison. He could. I don't think he would. Though? I don't think he will. You don't think it's his time to uh, leave? Give two more seasons. This is, anytime, this is his first season. Anytime right? can happen, but the only team I feel like would try and throw money for him will probably be a team like Tottenham. Okay. 
and I don't know what they will need him for. Depend, oh no, hold on. He's so one of these, because of, he's got talent though. Right? He oh talent. yeah, he's got a lot of talent, absolutely. But if any big sides do come from it, it will be because of the quota that Brexit implements. Yeah, they're deciding to limit the amount of... Limit the amount of... City and Chelsea are going to be struggling because they've got a lot of foreign talent yeah. saying their squads um, but yeah no it, I think Arsenal needs to wrap up Ramsey then if that's the case as well well the thing about, yeah, but, well. Thing about you, just gonna change but the People thing about getting a lot of money now man. Mm. True, especially but football players the thing about Arsenal is you got you still got you, the thing about Arsenal, you got so much youth you got um, Nelson and mm. Maitland Niles them kind of guys you so if he goes another one steps into his boots you know we're gonna have to make them good yeah, and if to be fair, if Madison was someone that joined Arsenal, um, I'm I'm of the firm opinion that Ozil ain't gonna last past the summer at Arsenal now. So why is that? Because Emery is not in chart in taking any none of yeah, any yeah. any of his BS, any of yeah. the agents BS. The agents come out and said he wants to retire at the club. That's like it sounds like a basically if they sell him, it's because they wanted to, not yeah. because he wanted to leave. Mm. They wanted to sell him. Cool. If they want to sell him, fine. He's not playing games now anyway, and they're looking better for it. Plus, he's on a hefty wage bill exactly so yeah but um no good win for Leicester the goal was nice uh, good ball by all Brighton mm. uh, good uh, juggling by um Madison before mm. he finished it so yeah it was a well deserved win again well deserved win and the presumed champions Manchester City three Bournemouth one expected them to, to get a result yeah two of the goals I couldn't even like criticise like that mm. um, Steve Cook was in a good position unfortunately for him he slipped so Bernardo um, Silva's one and he, he licked it home didn't he um, <coughs> Raheem Sterling <coughs> Just doing what? See, okay, this is why I switch. Um, the whole thing on social, no, social, social media, football world in general, about a tapping merchant and a pace merchant. You can't criticize someone for being fast. That's stupid. You can't criticize someone for being able to have the movement to finish off. Or being instinctual. Or having instinct. In, in this case, they're calling who? Um, Sterling. A they're, they're calling a lot of people a tapping people. merchants. Aubameyang, Aubameyang. Sterling. Don't, 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 don't and climb a tapping a goal to save your life. You know, and <laughs> you know, you know fast doubles coming at you for you to tap it in with control, bro. It's mm. it's so instinctive that he wasn't how one had a shot. He passed the ball on. He saw the Kept shot going running. in, and he just said, "I'm going in." You create your own luck. <clears throat> you create your own luck, and, and that's what he did. Raheem Sterling is one of the best wingers in Europe, bro. Yeah, I can't disagree with yeah. that at all. 100%. Absolutely. <laughs> he's, he's, not, he's stepping to another level. And I, I just want to say, the, the, the season's finished. I think so. <laughs> the I season's think so. finished. <laughs> I've been saying to everyone, let's see, you're gone clear. They are a level above everyone else. There's, there's Man City and then there's everyone else. Mm. And I mean, it's been a while since there's been a hierarchy in the Premier League. You got what I'm saying? Mm. The thing about that though is that when there was last a hierarchy, you could see there were eventual pretenders to a crown. Right now, you don't see none. I don't see any because you know why? Because the gap is that big. Mm. <laughs> mm. When when you've got someone that's created the infrastructure so quick in the space of two years, already building off way, because you gotta understand, Pep was taking on a championship built team. Mm-hmm. It was really challenging. He just needed the coach to get the right players in the right system to take them to the next level. That's where they are right now. And the one thing that's they, where they are. The one thing they did, which is one thing that other clubs mm. haven't done, is we saw from like five years ago they started getting guys from Barcelona's. Mm. His setup, the guy, the setup, the people that he trusts. Yeah, they, they were always making the job for, for him. Pep. They yeah. planned. Yeah, they planned ahead so ahead. So but we're future. still winning trophies enough to show you we're serious about mm. this. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? So when when you're when you're clubbing, you have a plan. 
when it comes to football and that and you you know what you want to do with the long haul is yeah we're going to make sure we're going to be able to win consistently and I always told that people when we talk about the other team in the north later <laughs> <clears throat> I'm being so serious this is straight football but this is no fanism but that mm-hmm. when you're looking at a team that plans for sustained success this is what you get yeah. do you get what I'm saying mm. there is no team in the Premier League That's that can that. step to that team period there's no team that can score like they can. They can't push the ball like they can. They can't hold the ball like they can. They can't even defend like they can. Do you get what I'm saying? You go to their home, you're getting popped and you're going back. <laughs> <laughs> going back. You might custom about their numbers. You might custom about the lack of people that they have in that stadium. But I'm telling you, they're coming. I just think they need to, all that they need to do, they need to attract a major player. That's what I, That's what they need. They need to be able to be a market to attract a major player. You can get a major player, then we're talking about, cool, how are you going to dominate Europe? I feel like they have the capacity to make a major player. They have a few players that are very highly talented. But the issue... To be the best player on a a Champions League winning team? Because right now, the talent talent in the Champions League right now, if you keep it honest, this is probably, for me, is one of the worst. For me. In terms of what? In terms of... In terms of... Bayern's getting old. Yes, Madrid's finished. Do we, cons- do we consider Bayern as contenders? No, no, but no, but I'm giving yeah, you example. They're, 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 I'm, I'm, giving you example. I'm giving while. you example. I'm giving you example. I'm giving you example. I'm talking about. And then when the real G step in the room. <laughs> 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 Listen, yeah, my thing is this year. We can. I don't know. I like. You know me. I like to sing off with different conversations, isn't it? When I'm looking at City, and I'm thinking about their aim is definitely, bruv, They've got the prem patterned mm. for at least another good two years. Okay. Chelsea's still aging. Yeah. Arsenal are still figuring it out to become title contenders. Just getting used to playing consistently and winning consistently. United finished. Yeah. They are not even like... I see no light As a club. Mm. Bun fanism. I'm going to keep saying it, people yeah, that are listening. Yeah. Bun your fanism. Bun your little um, biases. Yeah? Your team is trash. <laughs> and I'm talking about to any team that supports any team that ain't Man City. Fair enough. You're not good enough, bro. Fair enough. You get what I'm saying? So you can argue with us, I don't mind. Well, you're looking at that team, yeah? That team should be thinking, all right, how are we going to start tackling Champions League? Mm. That's where they are right now. Well, the, well this, the thing, I know what you're talking about. So the, the major player thing, because once you sign a big man, mm. like, they look at it and say, rah, this, this guy, this is... It leads, to, it, it leads to, but the thing is, the thing is... The, but the, but, but the thing... No, it's not Griezmann. It won't be Griezmann, it won't be Griezmann. My eyes just went... But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the thing about City, the thing about City Maybe is... See, um, yo, 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 Listen, yeah, what I'm saying is, you gotta understand. You know, you know what makes you know team so dangerous. You know what makes the team so dangerous. Why I tell you why they're so clear. KDB even playing, bro. Where's KDB even on the team? Bernardo's Bernardo's playing so well right now that it looks even stiff for him to get back into the team. But that's what they need. But that name that you mentioned, yeah. So, funny enough, funny enough, I went to school last week to work with a, mm. another PE teacher and he said, we're talking about football and, he's, and I spoke to him about Aguero talking about going back to Argentina. He said, oh yeah, I remember him saying that and the first thing that came to my mind was if they sell him, they're going to go for Dybala. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and the airwaves. Oh, I, <laughs> the, oh, cut that out, please. <laughs> the swear uh-huh. word. Um, I got you, man. I got you. And... Um, <laughs> The mad, th- the maddest thing about yeah. that is, the way money is flying in the Premier League right now, and regardless of what football leagues have said about them and how they're getting money, because they're posting com- 
supposedly come to be FFP. If they really wanted to go and throw 150 minutes to Juventus and say... Come to FFP? I don't know. They're, they're bribing their way to be... That's exactly what I'm saying. So if they continue to bribe and get away with it, <laughs> yeah. then they can drop that P. Yeah. Um, allegedly. Allegedly. But anyway, to the point... Um, what you're saying is right, but the one yeah, thing I have, to, but, Sterling, but the one thing I'll say about C, listen, Bala to the striker position. Mm-hmm. Listen, the one, the one thing I'll say about C is right now, regardless of, nine all over again. <laughs> regardless of how good they're doing right now, regardless of do, how good they're doing right now, that big name thing it, it, it still poses a big problem mm-hmm. because people still look at Madrid and Barca as the upper echelon, mm-hmm. and truth be told, if one of those guys who are not Aguero or company of Fernandinho, who is purely addicted to City, will say, this team want me, I can't lie. I might have to. And also, another team Mm -hmm. now doing that is Juventus because as soon as they signed Ronaldo, everyone looked at them again and said, I want to play with Ronaldo. I want to play with Mm. Ronaldo. Marcelo started making noise straight away saying that I would love to play with Ronaldo again. (laughs) Like, where was he ever considering leaving Madrid? I know, right? So, it's that that factor where you have to look and say, yeah, it's the pulling power. And City are looking brilliant right now. But the players they're pulling are not from the big, big boys. They're still like... That's what I'm saying. That's because you're going to see what's going to happen when it comes to Champions League, yeah? As, a, as the knockout stage get deeper. They're gonna, you're going to start facing some teams where the quality is just different. Do you get what I'm saying? The way Mbappe's playing this year, yeah? Not just Mbappe, Neymar as well, man. All of them. Yeah, all of them. Yeah. Yeah, but Neymar's still one of them guys. It's just like, all right, cool, when you're going to grow up and you're going to actually... Yeah, bro, of course. Because I feel like number one is there for him to take. It's been there for him to take. And he's playing games. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? So especially after the, the nonsense from last year and how he performed in the World Cup mm. and then in conjunction with the fact that you left you left um, a good Barca, situation specifically to go and become your own man. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? So I don't know. I feel like when I'm just looking at the champion, I'm like, reason why I say he's one of the worst talent-wise because I just feel like there's a lot of decline in terms of age. A lot of teams are declining now. Yeah. I just feel like when you look at the quality, you know, like, above Real Madrid was like the best team for years. And now the best player on that team's gone, mm. and now the situation. So it just depends what Man City can do to become that next team. But other than that, bro, don't talk about them in the Premier League. They've won it, man. Fair enough. It's just it's over, bro. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. It's over. It's over. It's mad. It's actually over. <laughs> you know, whilst I've said it's over, boy. <laughs> you sing that, bro. Yeah. This time you're sad about it, though. I'm. You know, it's. I'm not. I'm not sad. I'm just disappointed. Mm. Yeah, I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> West Ham. Oh, a Spiffs, another United. Three. Newcastle United, another United. Nil. Newcastle got spun. They got spun. <laughs> <laughs> they got spun. <laughs> Differently. And they didn't see it coming. Oh, they didn't. They, they, they won. They what? were overconfident from yeah. the previous two wins. And they just... You, you, get, you get wins in the trot. You come out of the relegation, so you're thinking, okay, we can do things. That's and what, then Chicharito and Philippe Anderson said, listen, you ain't levels. The name, the first name, scored two goals. Yep. When was the last time he scored one? It was September mm. off the bench. Man is struggling. For mm-hmm. yeah. And he scored two against you. He scored two. Um, <coughs> I mean, first of all, this dispels the fact that, you know, apparently poachers can't exist in football anymore. Cool. Mm. And um, second of all, Felipe Anderson is now starting to show the quality that we've been talking about. Um, Specifically, you shout yourself. Yeah, um, I'm shouting myself. <laughs> my boy. Um, I'm very, I'm very, un- obviously I'm happy about how um, Yamaleka got injured, but um, yeah. he's stepped up well. Diane Garner is a, is a good youngster. He's, he's been good for them. He's a right back, right? Or left right winger. Right winger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. And um, Anatovic is obviously doing his thing, but he stepped back a little bit and just started 
playing balls 42 meters to mm. finish. Truth be told, Hernandez had like four goals. Mm. He he bottled two chances, but regardless, they they popped them. And um, the icing on the cake was Felipe Anderson, who apparently can't hack the Premier League physically, putting Kieran mm. Clark on his mm. ass. Felipe Anderson, he put Kieran Clark. Not, why? Who said that? The bare people are starting to strike out. Pun, um, good pundits apparently. Um, put Kieran Clark, butt, yeah. yeah, on his yeah. ass, on his butt, and his face, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and. Um, Beeps, bear beeps, and uh, <laughs> I beep it out. <laughs> They'll probably beep it. Um, but yeah, <laughs> icing on the cake. Three no. Go home. Walk back to um, Gallo Gay or wherever you come from, and <laughs> yeah, there you go. Three points in the bank. Where's that man? But yeah. they did well. Deserved. How many goals in the Gallo Uh I think they scored. Oof, did they score all three? No, no, no. no I think two. Two there. I think one maybe. Oh, well, I don't know. They got popped us. They got popped. Absolutely. West Ham hot and cold again. Oh, but we said they're doing it. Yep. We said it, man. That's that's how they are, man. Mm. So, it's yeah. all, that, all that big stadium for nothing, bro. Brother. We should start charging them money, man. It's, it's literally a tourist attraction, you know. It is a tourist attraction. Damn shame, bro. Imagine yeah. the Champions League night lights and Ooh. Stadium, bro. Mm. Woo. That's what I thought it was going. That's bro. what we dreamed about. That's what we wanted. Yeah, hopefully no one day, man. Hopefully game. one day. Play, never play game <laughs> games. That's what I'm saying about when you're a club that don't have a plan, bro. Go, yeah. go, inept, inept owners, bro. <laughs> inept, inept owners. Who does that remind me of? Oh, Manchester United 2, Southampton 2. Right you gave him a segue, bro. You, you, you gave him a segue. Is this working? It is working. It's right. on. You're live. Okay. So, as Michael knows, this is a very serious topic right now. Mm-hmm. As Michael knows, I haven't been watching football a lot lately. <laughs> yeah, man, I haven't been watching football actually proper since last... I haven't, I didn't watch barely any of last season. I was not interested in that team. You go into this year, I'm still not interested. I tried to watch every game. I actually tried to try and do he it. He tried, he tried. I tried, and tried. then I just realised this team is absolutely pathetic. Because it's not only... These people like to argue with me a lot. If they know me, I know how I am in the group chat. My argument always varies to different points and topics. I can talk about Martial. I can talk about Mourinho. I can talk about the game, but that's from a different conversation. We'll have that conversation later, but continue, my friend. You look at everything. You could talk about Edward Ward. You could talk about the board. You could talk about the lack of planning. I can go back to Fergie. I can put a bit of blame on him. If I, <laughs> okay, I could if I wanted to, because you can't just be leaving. <laughs> No, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, listen, listen, here I say, here I say, I've got to give you the energy. It's like, say like you're, you're, you become a father, right? And then you just hand it, you just hand your bank account, your key, your car keys, your, your direction routes, everything and all your access, all your life savings to your three month year old child. And then you say, I'm never coming back. Nah. So now imagine, yeah. So, so this is the this is the situation with the club that we're talking about right now. This is the situation where you look at Man United because I can't, I can't, I, I struggle to find words to describe the the the. I can't, it's hard to find words. I'm telling you, I've got the words. The abomination that's happening in my club, and what I mean by abomination, people might see it as extreme or not. I really don't care. What I'm talking about is seeing a team that is known to have an ethos for championships and winning and a winning culture. How that winning culture has been so far removed in the last five years is beyond me. Do you see what I'm saying? There is no there is no ground plan. Everything feels like you're just starting it up from scratch from that season. 
Apart from I was you, you got people to say you got Edward coming to me telling me we were able to do things in the market that no one else can do. All you've done is overspend. Do you get what I'm saying? A bunch of managers have come and said they want to do this, they want to do that, but all of a sudden they can't sell players no more. Players that are not even good enough to be wearing that shirt are on hefty wages that you can't move because no one wants them really. And when they try to go and move, they don't they can't close a deal because the player thinks he's more than what he deserves. You go into situations where there's certain players being paid for seventy five million who doesn't have no first touch. Who has not scored a goal in Lord knows how knows how long. Interestingly enough, we actually discussed this today. Mm-hmm. About Lukaku, um, but keep going and then we'll go and see him. He scored. He scored. To, uh, like, I could not give a. I really <laughs> no, but we're going to get really, him after. And you hear I, us. You I hear really, us. I really, this I really couldn't care because you hear. You're looking at a team in the situation that. Uh, what did you? What did you say before we started the pod? What's the goal difference? Minus one. Minus one right now. Yeah. Just so you know, people, I'm just going to be tweeting. Whether it's my my private one or the free midfield podcast one, I am going to be tweeting the goal difference of Man United from now to the end of the season. Let's see how much it changes. <laughs> Because you've got a team that has no attack. They've lost their ability to defend. Mm. Their goalkeeper's leaking everything in. Yeah. The the lack of consistency on both sides of the ball is no longer evident to be seen. You have a, a central midfielder who is not able to do what he wants to do to the best of his capabilities. And I don't know whether it's because there's a lack of talent or just because he's not that good enough as much as we thought he was to lead a team by himself. Then maybe he does need more help. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. You're looking at a situation where you've got a left winger who's taken two, two, a two and a half year hiatus sulking and now he's ready to play but people said he should have just been given the place in the, in, the, in the... I don't want to talk about it. you got a player in Rashford that got gassed by Lou Van Gaal who now can't finish. You're in a situation where you have no goal scorers, you have no wingers, you have no creative players outside of Pogba. You have no ball playing consistent um, centre-backs or full-backs bar sure. You have not had a consistent eleven ever in God knows how long. Yeah. The 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 what I'm trying to say is the discombobulation of that team is so messy. When I told people at the beginning of the season we're not going to amount amount to much. When I told them last season we weren't going to amount to much is because I can see in hindsight the team is just not that good. I don't want to hear about those the, the people saying that if Fergie had this team they'd win the league. I don't know. I I, I kind of disagree because I'm like. There's some players, yeah, with the way players are today, I don't think some of these players will even be in this squad right now. Oh, no, it's going to be different. Just from a <laughs> It'll be different. Just, just from a mentality standpoint, because I think that a lot of these players are soft. If you could name players that you would want in Fergie's side, out of this side, this current squad, who would you who would you name? Wait, wait say that again, sir? If you could name anybody from this current side yeah. to put in Fergie's side, who would you name? So anyone that would, now, that would survive under a Fergie? St- a strong Fergie side. Um, De Gea would survive under Fergie. I mean, he was under Fergie he anyway, did. so he was... Oh, wow, but um, over Van der Sar, over Michael? Not, no. I mean, I think the one thing he, he noticed about De Gea was... De Gea has always had a strong mind. The issue was his physicality. Mm-hmm. Once he had that sorted, he was just as good as a goalkeeper that we've had. That's why he signed him. So I think a lot next to those three for what he's, his performances overall at the club, obviously the last year hasn't been great, but overall at the club, he would be putting that up on. It's a damn shame that he keeps winning player of the year though because Van der Sar and Shemak were great goalkeepers. Mm. They didn't touch it once. Yeah. So that says, that says a lot. Um, now, a lot of the players that he had in that final season are still at the club. 
He had a young. Deep he had he, he, he had a. Deep and I want you to remember, I want you to remember this, right? So there was a game, uh, a Europa League game. The I forgot who we beat. It was a team we beat before Bilbao, hmm. and we lost the second leg at home, but we got through. But in that game, we had a lot of injuries and suspensions. So he played uh, Fabio and Rafael, and then he played Jones and Smalling. And after the game, he said, "Look, like." I didn't want to play these guys together because because <laughs> I know they're not ready to do that right now. Mm. And this is why I, I told people about Tats Ferguson that anytime he was bringing through youth, it wasn't just like a whole explosion of youth minus the class of 92. Mm. There was always a progression of <clears throat> experience and youth coming through. It was gradual. And when he thought something didn't work and he genuinely thought, damn, I shouldn't have done this. Like in that game, he said, I shouldn't have played those guys together. It was wrong. Mm. The games, the games that they played well for us, there was always a Rio or a Village there to sort them out. Why do you think Chris Moore was starting playing games at right back? He wasn't really for centre back position. You put him at right back, shift him out. Don't put him there, there. You mm, know what I mean? Mm. Um, and and players ain't starting players. They're not starting. And they're not starting players. players. And the thing is, a, a lot of people think that you know, Cyrus Ferguson's plan was to sign all these guys and then just go at the end of the season. People forget the reason he left was because of the whole issue of his his uh, wife, wife. was in this in his sister. He said not. I have to go now. Mm-hmm. I have to go now. So he's and that's why. So he's like, leaving present was Wilfred Zaha, who was hardly given a shot under David, David Moyes because everything was a mess. Because exactly because you, you left abruptly. You left us abruptly. He left abruptly, and we was not like United. And this is the thing I say as a club. End of the season. As a club, as a club, mm-hmm. yeah. For you to tell us that you're leaving at the end of the season, yeah. After delivering the title. After delivering the title. Even after delivering the title. If you said this was my last season and the beginning of the season, we're prepared to know what's actually going to happen. But he didn't know that. As a time. club, I don't know. Yeah. So, what, now this but so now this is where we got to the point as Manchester United as a club, mm. yeah, being so lackadaisical like they are, like the bomb... <laughs> like, getting, getting so lackadaisical. <laughs> I'm getting mad. Is <laughs> that... It definitely came to your attention long before it came to our attention. Exactly, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Even if it was abrupt, why are you not prepared to get the team in the position? See, see, this is the thing. In the position to still succeed. This is beyond Ferguson. This because is the it thing, was bro. always coming anyway. Bro, this is the thing though. If you as a club have been told already that by him that look, I am at the end of the season, I'm mm. going. Like this is gonna happen, right? Why is it? I understand he's standing at the club and all of that, but you're aware that he's not the only one leaving. David Gill's leaving. See, the thing is, I firmly believe this. If um. Sats Ferguson left and David Gill stayed, mm. then all those changes that were happening in the boardroom and in the coaching stuff would not have happened because he would have said to David Moyes, look, I can't authorise this. Yeah. You're new to the club. This has been a raging for 25 years. Mm-hmm. So you have to understand that you need to gradually change that's, that's things. That's the thing. That's why I can't, I can't blame I can, Fergie for being... A, I, don't, a, I, don't, I, 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 give, I give him a speck. A spec. A, a spec. I, 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 I can't give the spec because what Moyes did when he came in was, was criminal. Was, was absolutely was criminal. criminal. But at the you same time, yeah, and that's true. No, but it wasn't just him though. It was the club too. Yes. Notice, yeah, 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 yeah. Notice exactly, yeah. the moment Ferguson left, mm. what come out? Instagram, Twitter, <laughs> social media, <laughs> all about pushing the advertisement, pushing the advertisement, yeah. pushing the advertisement. United has been wanting this to happen. They've been like a baby that has now been locked in a candy sh- candy shop. The analogy <laughs> I gave is like I said, it's like a father who gives his life, his life's worth to his two month year old child and leaves and says, I'm not coming back. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. So now 
Man United in a situation where they are figuring out how to spend this money. They are figuring out how to what it means to actually win mm-hmm. without Ferguson. Because understand, you were riding on the coattails of a manager who knew how to work him with and, people. Him and David very, Gill. Very well. Him and David Gill were a partnership. In they heaven, carried bro. United as a heaven. club. There's a reason why before Ferguson came that United wasn't winning that much. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Now that person has won you all that and given you all your success is now you're trying to find out who the heck you are for real. Because mm. I won't be surprised if United go back to being a trash club. Go back to? No, no I'm no. talking about go we're, back. I'm talking about... We're there already. No, no, no. I'm talking about go back Oh, yeah, to, yeah, I know what you mean. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, you're chilling. Now, look at Liverpool. After Liverpool's little hierarchy and reign, they've been quiet. All they've been doing is trying to hold on to a record, yeah, that was been, that's now aged. Mm. That's why United had to take over it because United kept moving. You don't fucking if Man City keep moving, they're not gonna overtake United in the next what thirty years. It's not impossible. That's their plan. That's their plan. It's not impossible. That's their plan. And it all depends on the flow of your club. If your club is not in a position that is putting itself to win, to win, and to win long term, and to win with sustainability, there is no point in us talking about United being any kind of title contenders or any even having any expectations. And it makes it worse because the managers here yeah, that have come into this club here yeah, and have tried to change the situation of this club have not been able to do it to their best con- best um, ability. Now, if Mourinho had come after Ferguson, yeah, and was given the reins to be different. blessed with the money, probably different, yeah. and the conversations that would have been had with Ferguson still being there before he left, it would have been a completely different situation. Yeah. How the heck do you make David Moyes your next manager in a six-year six contract? They are still paying to this day. It was a six-year contract that ba- that baffled me. But anyway, you fast forward to now. You fast forward to now, right? And you fast forward to Saturday's game. Now... Mark you got sacked, by the way. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. Apparently, apparently it took May United... Joining May United to be the trigger. Know, to right, sack yeah. him. But anyway, um, you fast forward to the game, right? So, first of all, and this is why I talk about why I disagree with so many managers. A lot of managers today like to do this thing where if they're not getting their way per se, and I feel like players do the same thing. They, make, they put their emotions on They the put balance. their emotions and they do silly things. Same thing as players. Um... As much as I found it hilarious that Lukaku made an American accent on the thing <laughs> in the interview, the one thing he said that really, that really, I nodded ahead with along with was when he was talking about, I don't care about the relationship with other players, to be honest, it's because you're not going to get along with your manager, but you want to win, don't mm-hmm. you? So you go out there and you go and apply your ability to its fullest. A lot of players in the club are not doing that. Mm. However, as a manager, <sighs> It's important that you plan for the season. So, your owners are telling you that we're not going to back you in the transfer market to sign Odeverod or whoever else you wanted from to join centre back, right? So, you look at your defenders: Chris Smalling, poor; Phil Jones, poor and injury prone to hell. No, according to Woodward. Um. Yeah. Well, well <laughs> I found out. I had that conversation with what he says. I went mad. Um. Rojo has been injured for at least eight months, and he's only just coming back. Um, even though he's not even that good anyway. He's at the World Cup, wasn't he? No. Bro. Bro. For Argentina. Oh, yeah, he went, didn't he? Yeah. And he got injured again, see? There you go. Injury prone. <laughs> um, uh, who else has got centre-back? Lindelof, you refuse... Well, you start to play him now, but you refuse to play him a lot last season. By you, you don't trust him because he gets injured every now and then. I okay. So, so... Do your best. So, you. okay. So, think about it. If you've got... I've mentioned... I've said injury prone at least five times now. <laughs> so... One thing Van Hal did, I don't like. I don't like really praising him much, but this is one thing I I, I will respect. He's the only manager that we've had that's even tried to give us a lineup. Yeah, 
if you if you've got no f- um like against Arsenal that day when we had no strikers, he said he said you <laughs> no he said you know what he said you know what. Rashford's been scoring a lot of goals for the under 23s. So I'm going to bring him into the team and give him a shot. Let's see what That's he does. That's never been Mourinho's ethos. Exactly. But this one's about planning. Because right. you spent you spent a whole summer. Is you that, spent a, was that luck that Rashford was in hot form at the time? No, it's no, it's luck. And, no, and no. that Martial was injured in that yeah, game. Yeah, it's luck. It's luck that obviously Rashford got his shot. Mm. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. It's luck. But the fact is, he wouldn't have... No, but then you, you as a manager, you wouldn't know about that play if you're not looking at other squads. Yeah. So you spent the whole summer talking about Mason Greenwood and you spoke about Axel Tanzebe. And you said that Tanzebe is going to get a shot in the team. Then you sent him off on loan to Aston Villa. Mm. Was, that, was that Mourinho, is it? Yeah. You're, he's not injury prone. He's playing week by week and he's defending well. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying a guy that's playing well for Aston Villa will play well for Man United, but he's a centre-back. Mm-hmm. What you've done in a big moment of pressure in this club coming from the fans... Mm. And are surrounding the players, mm-hmm. the board, you. You throw Scott, Mac- Scott McTominay, who is probably the most timid person in that team, mm-hmm. and you throw him into centre back. Yeah. In a, a next to a very, no, I didn't understand very, the at all. very injury prone Philip Jones. But, so, why, but, why, but why was that lineup so different, though? The lineup was, was different the, because. No, like, because, no, because. Like, I'm actually trying to find the logic now. The lineup like, is actually getting me mad, bruv. Wait. But why was the lineup change? Why, like the lineups what, that I've been seeing from yeah. this manager, I'm like, this is not the Mourinho I know. No. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's always been someone that's proud, that's prided himself, yeah, mm-hmm. in having a squad of structure, yep. in having an exact squad of with a lineup and knowing the exact mentality. Of what has gone wrong? I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you why I think it's going wrong here. He is. He's had so many disputes with Edward Wood. And I, I got into Edward Woodward's for this earlier in an earlier podcast about you don't give a guy uh, an extension in January mm-hmm. when you're not, we're not willing to back him anyway. Mm-hmm. So you don't give him a contract extension. That's, that's stupid. It doesn't make sense. So you didn't back him and you refused to back him in summer. So now he's in a situation where, okay, you know what? I've also learned that to Zebe. Is there anyone I can look down there and say I can trust to come to the team? No, so I'm going to throw Matic or McTominay there because they can tackle decently. But there's a, there's a difference between knowing how to tackle and knowing how to defend. Fend, yeah. Makaleli never played centre back. Now we know he's an intelligent footballer and he was a strong defensive midfielder, but his job was to try and intercept slash tackle and then pass the ball on. Mm-hmm. In defence, you have to watch where your line is, you have to communicate with three or four other men depending on the formation. It's not an easy job. Mm-hmm. So when you're throwing Scott McTominay, who's either played as a centre mid- midfielder or as an attacking midfielder in his whole career, and then he goes into <laughs> <laughs> and and your statement is I put him into defence in a training yeah. session he defended well so we're giving him a shot in defence today yeah. and then you suddenly think that makes him a centre back mm. it doesn't make sense so you fast forward to this game against Southampton now Southampton have not been in form so I'm at all yeah for at least three years now Yeah. so if you're looking at this team you're thinking oh this is a poor lineup, but they should do Southampton no football's not that easy it's not that easy they put in a young Obafemi up front mm. and he was looking vibrant. And what happened was you had a whole cluster of United players chasing under after, after Redmond first and then after Obafemi. Mm. Fellaini with the most pathetic attempts at winning the ball. And then the ball's passed to Armstrong who's all by himself. Mm-hmm. Defensive structure is not there. Second goal, free kick, top bins. Can't argue that. No problem. You get back into the game. You get back into the game but then you do nothing with it. And this is the this has been Man United in 
under Mourinho, under Van Gaal after the 5 3 at Leicester. It's, it's just been how they are. Mm. And I guess, and with Moyes actually. And the they, they do. They do. They do one thing over and over and over and over and over. And there's a there's a recurring theme here. And I'll tell you where there's a recurring theme here. May United have struggled for a right winger since Sats Ferguson left, right? Okay. When David Moyes wasn't there, all attacks were down the left. The A1 cross matches match against Fulham. <laughs> 70 Ooh, of those crosses came from the left. Under Van Howe, after what happened in that game, you signed Martial. What happened? Everything came from down the left. left. Now you've got Shaw playing well, but what are you doing? Because Valencia is not an outlet, the only right back that we have that is an outlet is Dano. Mm-hmm. A new 19-year-old signing. Who has barely played. Who has barely played. Now... Unsurprising under Mourinho. And you... you scan is just scared. And you need a right winger and to stop City. And this is what I hate. This is what I hate about some people in football. If a team wants a player and your eyes not on them in the first place, let him go. Yeah. They're going to get stronger. All right. They can't get Sanchez. There's loads of other players on the planet that can go inside to make them stronger. Mm-hmm. So they sign Real Maris. Mm-hmm. A right winger. Which you needed. They signed the right winger and he's flourishing under that club. You signed Sanchez who drifts left, right, centre, centre He has mid. no position. He has no position. He's a free roam, mm-hmm. whatever. So, you know, <laughs> um, you know, and again, what's happening? All the attacks are coming down the left because Antonio Valencia, who used to be one of the most direct right wingers in England, yeah, and no. when he went right back under Sats Ferguson, he was still going direct and whipping balls in. Mm-hmm. He doesn't do that anymore. That could be old age. It could be because he say in terms of football, he's tired. He can't be doing it anymore. He hasn't got the legs for it. Mm. Or it could be tactical instructions because Luke Shaw's the more vibrant one. He's got quick. But, <clears> but regardless, if it's one it's one sided, it ain't gonna work. Mm. Now you fast forward to Wednesday when you got Arsenal. Young is injured. Damian's injured. Jones is injured mm-hmm. again. Smalling's injured mm. again. Mm. Bailly, you don't want to play him. Lindelof, I think, is injured as well. Which leaves Dalot as the only defender recognizable. Now, don't get me wrong, I think Smalling will turn up for that. But my god, Smalling versus Bami, I can't wait to watch that match. Philip Jones becomes back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Actually, young. At fullback. At fullback. Like, you like, understand, this, like, the lack of, the lack of, like, listen, United are poor. struggling in the market, you know. Yeah. It's poor. Don't get tweeted about all this money that they're spending. They are struggling in the market. So, you they know. cannot get nothing <laughs> in the market. That's, 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 uh, that's the value. Top, though, the that's fact that Ashley Young yeah. has to play either right back or left back as an option, as that is, like, it's a definite option, and it's starting. Mourinho is identifying players and you're just not buying them for him yeah in this I mean Percy's is a left winger so that wouldn't have, that wouldn't have helped like but William William was a right winger was a right winger you know what I sat here and said I didn't want William but <laughs> but yeah but it's a right winger at the end of exactly. the day so you can understand where he's coming from yeah. same thing as Alderweireld but again this comes to Woodward if you you know you're not going to back his signings because they're 29 plus then tell the guy to kick yeah. pay the money and suck him mm. like what are you wasting time for who is the right manager? I, to be I, honest, I, I know you. No, 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 no. I used to say the same. I used to say the same name, but right now, to be honest, I just don't know. You don't know. And I will tell you why? Because whoever comes in, you got Edward and them man to deal with anyway. That's so the what's thing, the point? Though. So you need a coach. You you, you need, need someone that can need, sit there. You need someone to take each and every player under their wing. And That's say, it. This is how we're going to play. That's it. I like you. I'm going to respect you. I'm going to t- let you take your time and develop this. Simple as that. Who is because that manager for you? I don't know, Derek. I actually don't know. I'm sorry, I don't know. 
Who's the manager for? I don't know. United are finished. United <laughs> sand. I don't you know, know. No, we're a while. I'm talking about, like, I'm being so serious. I look at United right now, yeah. It's bad. Mm. <laughs> like, I'm talking about, like, unless, like, I'm thinking about it. There's so much that needs to happen, yeah, for a win-now situation. And it ain't possible. It, it don't look possible. Never does it look. And I say it doesn't look possible because it takes a mindset change from the club. It takes a mindset change from the manager that's going to come in and actually create something. And I'm talking about it can't be someone with a profound name with their own ego because obviously their ego gets in the way of what United really want to do. Do you get what well, I'm saying? Well, well, it has to help because if it ain't scratching United's back, then there's really no well, point. You, you spoke about head coach, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, let's, let's, let's think about this carefully. Let's say... Uh, who, who, who is, you know, his name always comes up. Let's say my name is Jardim or Pochettino. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, cool. Your job is then to, with the squad of players that you have, to do something. Now, the players that you look at and say, they've got something about them, a lot of them are attacking players, not defensive. So... I'd argue Bailey and then... No, no, but I mean, like, in terms of the overall structure of the club. Okay. I mean, of the, of the team. You, you know who your defenders are, mm-hmm. but from midfield going forward, the oh, ones okay, that you can look at and say, I can do something with them. Mm-hmm. Fellaini can't do one-twos. Nope. Herrera just looks... Uh, to be honest, he is just like a passion guy right now. He's just passionate for the shirt. He just, he's going to go out there and try and do whatever he can, but he doesn't know what, he can, what he's doing. James Miller in it. Uh, James Miller's got a bit more about him, to be honest. James Miller produces. And he's been <laughs> producing numbers over the last couple of years, actually. <sighs> Basically, when you, talk about, when, United, when you talk about Man United, you say, oh, they've got this guy, this guy, this guy. A lot of them go from wing, either playing on the sides, attacking, or strikers. Attacking midfielders or strikers. The rest of them, you don't really talk about. Because when you hear about Pogba, oh, he should play a bit more as a number 10. Okay, so who are you going to put behind him? But Matic can't do one two anymore. Pogba can't do nothing in that midfield. Bruv, I, said, I had a discussion with someone today. He's like, oh, Pogba but, um, Gerard, Gerard played under I mean Benitez. <laughs> Gerard, played under ben, Gerard played under Benitez and Rodgers, who were kind of like defensive-minded coaches. I said, look, yeah, you can call them defensive-minded coaches. Stupid. I don't... Rodgers? Bruv, 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 bruv. Bruv, bruv, the all-out attack, Brendan Rodgers. I know. Brendan Rodgers. I know. But look, the difference between those two managers and him mm. and Mourinho is they're not tactically rigid the way he is. He's very, very, very structured. Whereas they have a fluidity for attack. So Gerard had Torres making moves all around him, and Luis Garcia, for example. Um, and then he has Suarez, mm-hmm. Sterling, Sturridge making moves all around him. Also had. A certain Mascherano or a certain Shabby Alonso behind him. In behind him. So there is that person that you can trust behind him, mm-hmm. and there's people in front of him that make moves for him to pick out the pass, mm. and sometimes find him to score the goals. Does Pogba look like he cares anymore? Pogba. Who was it that had an interview that said that? Um, I think it was Latan. He said, "Look, <laughs> he said Pogba cares so much about the club, but he's someone that needs still needs guidance, in the sense of." You can look at this guy and say, man, you've got it all. Mm. And you care a lot about this club. So we know we can trust you to kind of give 100%. But sometimes it's the little things that you know you shouldn't be doing, that you try to do, mm-hmm. that doesn't work. And then that's where you get blamed. Don't do those things that you know in your mind you shouldn't be doing. He said he used to do it in training. Mm. He comes to you and he probably goes, oh, you know, I shouldn't have done that. He's like, well, why are you do doing it? Yeah, yeah. Do your thing. Because if you... Pogba doesn't play the game. There was a, vid- there was a video of, okay, in Southampton game. I watched the game, but there was a video that came out on social media of the ball coming down he fell mm-hmm. stuck his leg out yeah. and controlled it beautifully ran a circle around the player 
and then decide to beat one more instead of looking for Rashford mm-hmm. that was making the run. It's just little things. Mm-hmm. But clean. then... His game still needs cleaning. But then, at the same time... But at the same time... He's the manager. Not only the manager, in his defence, if you beat players, you advance and you look forward and no one is making the run in the defence. It, it works hand in hand. I hear you. You, you can't do mm-hmm. anything else. He can't beat everybody else. Not everyone can dribble like Lionel Messi. Mm. So, if he's not going to do it and you're not going to make a move for him... If the instruction is for Lukaku to drift out to the right or plays you back to back to goal and no one's making a run in behind him, what's the point? Mm. You know, so there's a lot of issues going on in that club. We can sign a head coach. I, I've I said Pochettino plenty of times. Darren says Jardim. Those two could come in. The club still needs to be washed all over before something happens to tick. But until then, nothing's going to happen. As for Mark Hughes, it's about time you got sacked. Finally. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. That, Finally. that was like, what, 20 minutes? Whew. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Mark, you should have been sacked. Should have been sacked. I, yeah, I've got no more to say. It's all, it's all, it's all gone. It's all all um, no, it's not all gone. But we've got. But at the end of the day, they just got. They know they, they don't know nothing. Man. <laughs> but um, he's he's just the first, he's just the first of many, though, isn't it? I mean, Steve McCarran managed to sneak back into QPR. No, but at least they're not in the top top job. They're not. In the top, thank goodness. So that's a, that's a, that's that's the blessing. You, I can understand if if a lower if a lower mid table championships have once a, a Premier League experience yeah, manager. Yeah fine but they, they're not good enough like I said the only one I've never had beef with is Neil Warnock because he's coming to the Premier League just trying to enjoy life he's now 70, he's 70, yeah now he's, now. 70, he's 70 years old yeah. and he's saying you know what we're here for the ride you know what do your thing yep. enjoy retirement hey, after they're riding high now man. They're, riding, exactly. they're riding high so you know good for him but yeah um, it was about time he got sat I mean he got stuck relegated and he's still got a job alright so got a better job as well mm. We move to Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, Here to Derby Day, and we'll oh, whoa, start. Whoa, whoa. Can we? Can we? Can we Why talk your about, nostrils flaring up? Can we? Can we? Can we talk about right. one game? Can we talk one game first before we use Derby Day? Because one game really isn't a derby. That's, I was going straight to that team. Thank you. Chelsea two, Fulham nil. Not a derby. Yeah, they're both in West Ham. It's, well, a, it's, well it's, it's a match in the park. Um, <laughs> both played. Both played. a match in the park. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> basically, to sum up, Fulham tried to play for the first five minutes, realised it wasn't going to happen, so they sat back. Uh, Chelsea pretty much controlled the game from there, got their two goals. Mm-hmm. Pedro's um, 150th appearance, which is it's crazy. Mad, considering he's joined like three years ago, I three, think? four years ago. Yeah, yeah. so it's a lot of games played, good for mm-hmm. him. Um, Alvaro Morata has you a. Count your blessings. Uh, Alvaro Morata has a touch of a trampoline. And um, fair, fair yeah. we would love to shoot for the last goal. Yeah, and that's about it. More than just being England's Instagram model, which is there you go. Good for him. Yeah, good for him. Um, but yeah, one on Chelsea. Liverpool one, Everton nil. Here we go. Very interesting game that was. Everton played well. I think both teams played well. Yeah, they? plenty of chances. Loads of chances. I shall start by saying we woke up, Mister Sitter. Unsurprising. He said that for like five weeks ever now, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> he just keeps me in business mm-hmm. uh, So, yeah, you've got that. Um, Andre Gomez, Mr. Sitter. The biggest sitter, yeah. Yep. Um, good save from Allison, but it was straight at him. So. Straight at him, yep. Um, good, good awareness, I guess. Marnie missed two good chances. I want to call them sitters, but good chances. Yeah, definitely. Um, Origi missed a sitter. He did. Before he scored the winner, that should have never happened in the first Shikiri place. Shakiri missed a sit as well. Shakiri did miss a sit as well. Um, but yeah, it was a good game until um, 
Jordan Pickford, who seems to think that he can talk trash about Alisson and so many other goalkeepers. Uh, After a World Cup where he wasn't really tested. Right. Derry, did you see this game? No, I didn't. Okay, did you see the goal at least? No, I didn't. Okay, I'm going to explain it to you. And I want the listeners to listen very carefully to the idiotic behaviour. First of all, I'm going to let this episode of Coach (laughs) Kojo. I'm going to find it for you. I'm going to let him explain it. And you're going to see after what he explains. And I want everyone to bear in mind that not too long ago, Pickford came out with his chest, did an interview and said, I will not make the mistakes that Alisson made. <laughs> okay. Now, if you shade, you know. ball gets um, blasted in by Trent Alexander-Arnold. You're in the 96th minute of the game. Mm-hmm. The ball is headed out. 96. Yep, the ball is headed out and Van Dijk just swings a leg at it and it flies and it's flying over the bar. Mm. Now, it's going towards the bar, but you can see it's going towards the net. Mm. The roof of the net. Now, Jordan Pickford, in all his glory, decides to now jump up with the ball that's going over and somehow claw it mm. and catch it. When your hands, to catch it. when your hands are clamping the crossbar as we speak, you lose all composure then. Mm. And Origi standing there thinking, "Oh my God, I have just hit the jackpot. I have not played for five months. One the Euro Millions, man. And I'm about to score a header at the cop end in our big." Big, game. biggest game of, in our yeah, biggest game season. of our season oh how joyful I am so what does Pickford do the ball hits the crossbar what does he do he goes to the ground the b- <laughs> I can't, I can't flip it, believe I'm saying this the ball comes back in the air the ball comes back down Origi's heading it what part does he use to try and save the ball his foot ladies and gentlemen this is England num- England number one Jordan Pickford mm-hmm. to the point now that you are now such a meme that people are using the air Jordan sign Draw a goal behind it and put your hand on the ball. Congratulations. Uh, here we go, Derek. Here's the goal. Now, rewind. Go. Rewind again. Rewind, rewind again. Because we've got our guest, Derek, watching this idiotic moment. Yep, there you go. Why do you do... Why was you, why was you doing pull-ups to the crossbar? Just, there Bruv. you go. There's no need to touch the ball. The ball's going. If you want to tip it over, use one hand, mm-hmm. turn your body in the direction of the way the ball's going, mm-hmm. and you knock it over. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Wait, wait why, why, why would you do that? Wait, wait. Uh, <laughs> and what, what was it that people were saying that he was trying to de- de- um, deny a corner? Who was the guy that did kicked the ball? Do, did he just do a celebration in Eastland trying to save it? Who, who was the guy that kicked <laughs> the ball that, that apparently is going for a corner? Van Dyke. So right. how's he going to go for a corner? Okay. Defend your English goalkeeper. Like, wait, why, why are you doing pull-ups, G? No, it doesn't make sense. It, it was the most comical, like, nonsensical... No, wait, 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 wait. No, hold up, man. Look, the game's done. 96. 96. It's a plus four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gone past. It's gone past. <laughs> yeah. You let that ball go. It's 95. Yeah. You let that ball go. He blows his whistle done. and it's done. He'll blow his whistles. You've got your point. Mm-hmm. But instead, you've decided to be an idiot. This is the state. This is the state of Jordan Pickford, who was telling Alisson that I will not make the mistakes that you make. Yep. First of all, you can't make the mistakes he makes, and I'll tell you why. One, because you can't pass. And two, you can't dribble. Mm. So there you go. That's for you to remember, yeah? Know your level. Know your place. If you are a big man that had one stuff, I'll let you talk your trash. But no, you started off at Sunderland. Where are Sunderland now? You're at Everton. What are you doing now? 
absolutely nothing. You've done nothing, so please know your place. When mm. you talk to a big man that's been in the Champions League semi-final at the late, at least, mm. have you been in Champions League final, semi-final? Probably on FIFA. Nothing more. So, wow, so know your level. I, I don't care, bruv. I don't care. <laughs> they got there in a bummy way. As soon as they faced Real G's, what happened? They got popped. So that's the whole point. Is, and then when they faced Real G's in the, um, the third, fourth I knockout. Everton, Jason Pickford, you know. Mm. He's not even Jordan, but give him that disrespect. We'll call him Jason from now on. Um, <laughs> and he went, to third, he went to the third, fourth place knockout. What happened to him? Faced Real G's. What happened again? They got popped. Mm. Know your place. Like, the arrogance of this kid. Mm. Like, I respect confidence, but when you're that arrogant, they can make interviews like that, criticizing another goalkeeper who's levels above you, above you, and then you have the chest to go and do that. Mm. You deserve everything you get, and then you come out and say it was a freak accident. My 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 G, my G, it was a freak accident. It was a freak. Has Simon has Simon Mignolet done that before? No, no, I've never seen. I was going to say carriers, but that's I'm another still, level. I'm still no, shocked. Has, he, he like, was like, like, like no, like, oh, anyway, you know, I'm getting mad. I'm getting mad. Jurgen Klopp, Jurgen Klopp. Passion motion. I'm joking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah, you know what? Running onto the pitch was silly. Um, Did you get a card for that? He, oh, he, he's got, he's got an FA charge. Yeah, I don't know if they'll ban him or fine him. Just, it's probably it's just you're the fans, man. Um, yeah. but yeah, yeah, no, no, but but hug your fans, fam. Yeah, but he hug the fans. He ran, onto, onto the pitch halfway, he ran onto the pitch. Yeah, he ran onto the pitch and hugged Alison. You can't do that as a manager. You got a technical area. After after the after true, the game, true, hug him. True, true, run true, true, after true. the game. You don't do that. But listen, yeah. man, the passion, the passion, passion. Yeah. You know, passion. Um, Heavy metal football, man. The, the only person that has, that's got away with running onto the pitch and celebrating is Pep Guardiola, who came out to defend um, Klopp about it. The buddies don't. Because he said, yeah, and he said, you know, in the heat of the game and the emotional and the, all the pressure, mm. we celebrate that. I understand that, but fam, you, you ran onto the pitch doing fist bumps and everything. You hugged a man. Apparently, you said you clocked that after. It took you some a while to realise, oh, wait, I'm next to Alison. I'm also hugging then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then, um, and then you still ran back doing the same pretty much celebration, getting mad. Yeah. And then you had to go into, oh, uh, Mark Silva, sorry, like, I didn't mean that's a disrespect mm. kind of thing. I understand the passion of it, but it's just something you shouldn't be doing as a manager. It's just yeah. rules. So, you know, live by the rules. rules. Yeah, live by the rules because you, you do enough energy on the touchline anyway. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just uh, live by that. But yeah. Here we go. Arsenal! Here we go. Four! Here we go. Tottenham Hotspur 2. Let's, let's do Arsenal first before we get to Tottenham. I was always going to do Arsenal. Just make it short. I'm just I make it short. Always going to do Arsenal. Just make it short. So, no, well done for Arsenal, man. When you say that louder. <laughs> no, honestly, no, big man team, well done for Arsenal. You know why? Because I think what's what's funny is there is that still that narrative going around the league, innit, that oh, Arsenal's going to... The way for they're February. Gonna, they're going to gonna collapse. Yeah. They're going to collapse. Everyone's waiting. Everyone's hoping February. But just people, out. people don't see change, man. I mean, don't see the good. they'll appreciate change. Arsenal last season. They'll appreciate good coaches. Arsenal last season, at like, 2-1 down, would not have made a tactical substitution at halftime. No, exactly. And they would have lost that game. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this first and foremost. Arsenal took the lead in the craziest way. The explosion of just energy all over the pitch was mm. mad. Spurs were not ready for it. And Arsenal got their goal penalty. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Oh, Jan. Stupid Jan. Yeah, basketball. Oh, he slapped the ball. He did, man. Um, no reason to do it whatsoever. Obviously, good spot uh, for Mike Dean. Yeah, well, I think had a good game. He had a good game, but had people, a good game. people already apart from the sun decision because that was a dive. But that was a penalty, but anyway, it was a pen. Uh, you won your game. Relax. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should have been four one. But um. 
yeah, stupid penalty, and mm. um, obviously Aubameyang tucked it away. Where I worried for Arsenal at this point was as soon as Spurs got their goal against the run of play kind of mm. thing, where it was like, oh shit, heads were got to drop. That it was scary to watch. It was like, wow, you've conceded so quickly mm. again. Four minutes. Four Different. minutes, you know, and holding the. He's been so good this season. Mm-hmm. It's making such a rush challenge. You're looking for trouble. Resulting in a dive. It was a penalty. You, you, Resulting in a dive. Penalty. Regardless, if you made that challenge, you're looking for trouble. Of course. And obviously, Kane did not waste time in the penalty. He slapped it away. Never does. Um, in that moment, and then from that time to the end of the first half, Spur- mm. Spurs were all over mm-hmm. Arsenal. And I was like, oh my God, like they've caught up to the speed of this game. Mm. And then, Emery makes two changes at halftime. He completely dashes his wingers, mm-hmm. brings on another striker, and brings on Aaron Ramsey. Mm. And I was like, what's he doing here? My guy employed Aaron Ramsey as sort of like a false nine, just behind Aubameyang and Lacazette. Mm. And Eric Dyer suffered the, the meanest death I've seen a football player <laughs> on the pitch. I mean... After- Telling a certain Aaron Ramsey to sit, sit down. down. He told him to sit down and keep on his the mouth bench. shut, bruv. On the bench, like like he was some, like he was Ronaldinho. He, felt, he was mad, and then Ramsey came onto the pitch and said, "I'm going to do you By dirty." Teddy Alli's a bully. Just want to point it out there because the way he went after um, Gunduzi, who wasn't even on the pitch and was trying to calm down stuff, yeah, he just went straight after him. A 19 year old. Bully! Yeah, yeah. Bully! He's not a small boy, man. Hey, he's a bully. He's not a small boy, bro. You, you, you can smell a bully away from a mile away and Deli is a bully. <laughs> but we still want 4-2. Continue, um, Michael. But, um... That dopamine to him. You know what? <laughs> it was... Spurs were comfortable, kind of. And then one pass from Bellerin just had a man sweating. That was the most Spanish I've seen Bellerin be. And Ramsey left... I don't know if anyone really noticed because people are really reluctant to give Ramsey any credit now because he's obviously going to leave Arsenal mm. soon but the way he ran off Dyer yeah, Dyer was looking left and right <laughs> looking for this guy like he looked lost and he was like yeah. oh my god he's there played the pass to Aubameyang and the only way I can say that finish was was sexy it was it was sexy it was sexual first time right in the corner it, it was sexual it was just and completely, completely wrong. This, this is what well. exactly. This is what footballers. This is what strikers are talking about. Merchant, though, right? <laughs> Fam. Um, that's a very long range tapping. Um, <laughs> wow. You know, <laughs> the fact that the, you tell strikers that sometimes it's very good to take these snapshots mm-hmm. where out of nowhere just hits it because the way he hits it was perfect. Harry but, Kane against the Chelsea last week. Exactly, but if he takes a touch before hitting it, it gives the read time to adjust. Feet, yeah. He had no time to adjust. Now, I'm going to go to the third goal. Dyer, step up again. Mm-hmm. Um, Foyf. It wasn't even a lazy leg. Fam. I, uh, he literally just stood He there. stood and turned his body turned to let, like, oh. So Foyf, who had, I think, I'm, I'm going to be fair to Foyf. Foyf was Spurs' best defender on the pitch. Now, that's not, that's not a particularly hard thing to do on that day, Mm-mm. but he was actually good. I think he played good. Now, he loses the ball. He's a bit too careless with the ball in that moment in time. But he's still got cover. Mm. So, there is no need to allow a stretching about to fall down Lacazette to pull off a shot. And then for you, who was standing in front of him in a perfect position to then put your arms behind your body (laughs) or your back, sorry. Turn your body and then let a little bit of your leg out. Mm -hmm. And watch the ball get deflected off you. Mm. It's the small things. 
it's the small things that make you a top defensive midfielder mm-hmm. and Eric Dyer. Mm-hmm. And that's why Eric Dyer is Eric Dyer. Mm. I went on a um, football fans f- podcast, shout out Jordan, and I said Tottenham fans think he can be John O'Shea. He can never be your John O'Shea. John O'Shea was never doing this. Yeah, the, yeah, the manager would rip his head off if he did. Exactly. And, but John O'Shea was still, he knew the basics of staying up and blocking. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. this was utterly pathetic. But then, this is what I told people about football. This is why since, since episode one of Free Midfield, I have been complaining about defending. Mm. Because when you do stupid, stupid, stupid stuff like this, what happens? That happens. You concede goals. And because they were that, he was that careless, they conceded a goal. And from that moment in time, if you notice, Tottenham, or most of the point, Eric Dyer was very, very much victimised by Arsenal. And it was smart tactics to the point where Torreira wasn't sitting back as much anymore. He was pinging passes everywhere and making forward runs. Which fast forwards to the next goal. Because Dyer's now following him. Mm-hmm. The ball is played through by Aubameyang. And in what I can only describe as... When you're playing someone on FIFA, they're getting popped and then when they're starting to rush, they just press square to slide for any, Mm. any, no reason. Mm. He throws his body to the ground and essentially Torreira has a free run Mm -hmm. and what does he do? Put it into the back of the net. Nice finish. Beautiful finish. finish. 4-2. And to be honest, he was deservedly manned the match Mm -hmm. and he deserved that goal because Mm -hmm. even when Tottenham were on top of the game, he was running things in the midfield and that goal was you know you talk about a goal to top off the perfect performance mm-hmm. in the big game mm-hmm. and credit to Emery for this you people in football that want to throw shade on Emery because of that Barcelona loss with PSG right first and foremost PSG have been bought in Europe with and without him anyway secondly he's won the Europa League three years in a row mm-hmm. with Sevilla mm-hmm. so know your levels please <laughs> Further, thirdly if you heard what he said about um, <laughs> what he said about um, Arsenal or what Arsenal said about him in terms of his research about the club mm-hmm. you could tell that he knew everything about the players and the traditions of Arsenal Football Club mm. because it's been years years upon years since we've seen an Arsenal team come this revved up for North London derby mm. when was the last time we had a 5-2 long time ago right last year you beat the five two last year. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Look at that. Oh, no, sorry. No, five, yeah, five two last year, four two this year. Yeah, and five two the previous year. Oh, well. you've been banging them five. You've been banging them five two. At the end, you've been banging. You've been banging them, but in general, there's been this. I know what Michael's going. Yeah, there's been this fear. Yeah, no, there's been this fear about Spurs, about Spurs because Spurs have improved a lot, mm. and um, you know the thing that I think Arsenal fans have missed is the oh my god, Urs not in the team. Oh wow! What what's he going for here? Mm. The surprise, but then you're not shook about it, you know. Yes, you know. Definitely. Arsenal fans last year maybe if you lost Urzu and uh, I don't know, I don't know to mention. Let's say like I said, for yeah. example, you'd be like, oh my god, like oh, we're missing these guys. You still got Harry Kane. Oh, it's gonna be trouble. Mm. And again, doing two one down, no tactical change would have been like you know, go and do the same thing. Would have heard uh, his Wenger talking about mentally and physically tired and all that stuff. This. <laughs> this is um, this is very different this is very different Arsenal and this is why I tell people to take notice I like Emery so much that I screamed at the beginning of the season that I think Arsenal make top four mm-hmm. people are starting to be convinced now you can talk about oh they beat this team they beat this team they beat this team in the running and they're unbeaten run so far they drew against Liverpool and they beat Tottenham mm. that's two tests 
after their two tests earlier in the season when Torreiro was benched because they thought he wasn't ready to come to the game. Mm-hmm. Now he's playing these games and what's happening? They're getting results. Mm. Haven't lost since he came. Don't disrespect Arsenal. Like, I don't I don't know how many times I have to say this. Why are you throwing shade on a team that is now looking to improve and get better? Mm. Mm. They're doing their thing. Now, in terms of Tottenham... No, the spuds. <sighs> okay, so I've already gone to Dyer. Yava Tongan was utterly pathetic. Now... Didn't look like a kid. Yeah, he just looked... I don't know. You know, like... Uh, the one thing I'll say about to Poch is... Despite Foyth playing well... In such a game, you go for your cohesive defensive unit, and that's supposed to be Odevero and Vertonghen. Mm-hmm. If and I'm going to be so honest, if you're going to drop Odevero, you have to. If you're going to drop one of Odevero and Foyth, it has to be Foyth. Sure. If you're going to bring Vertonghen back into a big game, you can't drop Odevero for the game. It, it doesn't make sense. No. Um, and that was a silly thing. But the one thing he didn't do, and I think I, I spoke to you about this earlier today, and I want you to hear me on this. The big games that they we talk about their record, right? Or Pochettino's record. At home, they've got it. They've got it down. At home, in the big games, Tottenham get it down unless you're Man City like he was talking about earlier today. They've got you down. They'll, they'll beat you. Mm-hmm. It's the away games where the issue is because in a lot of away games, they take the lead but they don't change anything whereas the other team is changing because they're like, oh my God, if we change this, we can sort this out. We can do this. Other teams have adaptability. Spurs have a have a certain yeah. eleven, and and and, and exactly it's because when you trust such a certain amount of players, the other guys can't do the job that you're looking for. Mm. But then again, that comes into lack of investment mm. this summer, because they desperately needed midfielder. Dembele said it time ago. I'm tired. I can't do what I was doing anymore. Mm. So you need to replace me. <laughs> Harry Winks is not your replacement. No. Musa Sissoko was not touching pitch until April. It's because guys got injured. He's an energy merchant. I'll use merchant in that sense. <laughs> energy merchant. Like, <laughs> like, that's... He's not quality enough for you. No. You know, and Wanyama should be playing games ahead of, of Dyer. I don't know what he's doing in the bench and, and Dyer's throwing on the pitch. So, you need to invest. And I think it speaks volumes that no matter how people talk about Poch, the one thing he said is, yeah, this might be our best start, but this is my worst feeling in this moment. Oh, did he? Yeah, he said that earlier this mm. season. He said, like, I've got a bad feeling because he felt like, I look at my team and I, yeah, I trust these guys, but... When the going gets tough, but that's Tottenham's fault because they miscalculate about the stadium. Mm. So now all their money is going to the stadium. So now you can't spend on players. So now if you decline mm. and Arsenal, Chelsea, stadium, Liverpool and City push forward, you're going to be stuck. Mm-hmm. Those you can't do United. and you well yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> and you can't do anything about that you know what I'm saying yeah so you know in terms of them they the planning by the board in general was poor mm. you've got your manager to bring you into the the manager that you've went to bring to the new stadium that's fair you've tied Harry Kane down Deli Ali down Son down Ericsson down those are the guys you want to lead your front line into your new stadium and start a new era where Tottenham can hopefully bring in trophies into the club. Good, <laughs> but there's a plan there, oh. right? But okay. then, because you miscalculated somehow, somehow, somehow building a stadium in a year, which was never gonna happen. Which unless you are, I mean, if if, if they decided not to be petty and add the one thousand extra seats to the uh, <laughs> oh, you know, beat yeah. Arsenal stadium, only thing they beat Arsenal at. Right? Yeah. <laughs> they've, they've kind of they've kind of beaten you positions in the last few years. But anyway, um, more to the point. Doesn't matter. More to, <laughs> but more, more to the point. If if you if you plan properly, you can do these things the right way you're not going to build a stadium in a year unless you've got the LMA cheat from 2004 where you can build Rome in a day you're not going to build a stadium quickly like that so you know it's planning 
And this is this is what is a detriment to the manager because and the players. Because if you are a key player there, and contracts don't mean anything. From the day I saw Gareth Bale sign a five-year contract and then two years, two weeks later I joined Real Madrid, I thought, yeah, this is done. Mm. Like, if you're going to sign these guys' contracts, you have, to, I'm sure reassurances have been said where it's like, we're looking to do this and number of years, blah, 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 blah. Promises. Promises. And players are going to look at that and say, well, we've got a stadium coming up, but where's the investment? And when you don't do investment, they're going to come to you and say, to the manager, you promised this, mm. but the manager's a spokesman for what's coming upstairs. Now, I'm going to say it's a Pochettino. First of all, I know you trust your players, but become a lot more tactically adaptable in games, or at least train your players to do so, because you've played two different tactics under Tottenham and they've both worked. So if you feel need to change it within game, do it. Mm. Second of all, if you are actually unhappy with what's going on, start laying down ultimatums. Don't be the nice guy for that club. That's what, uh, that's do what not be the nice guy for the club. Pochettino is that he had the opportunity to leave to Real Madrid this summer. And he didn't take it. He didn't take he didn't it. Take even it. though they knew they weren't going to invest in this side. You got, you, you can't, managers can't stand still it's not for just loyalty. Managers, and players. players. Yeah, but you can't well. stand still for loyalty. We loyalty about, ain't gonna win your trophies. That's is it. We talk look, a lot of players will be talking about oh they're not loyal. How about you go where win? Is, How about you go win? Yeah, where is that. where is your legacy gonna be if you retire? Right? Let's what be What legacy, bro? Let's bro. Be you don't want to win me no trophy, I'm let's, out. Let's be flipping honest. Do you think Van Persie cares about a legacy in the Premier League? He's won his Premier League title, he's bounced because he was gonna be the guy that went down as a top goal scorer but never won it. Mm. Gerard become custom by his no Premier League, but he's got a Champions League under his belt, homie. You know? Mm-hmm. Um you, there's so many other players and if you want to talk about oh he's, where he's going to be a legend at he can be a legend at Feyenoord you might not think that's big but boy that's where he started he'll finish off there mm-hmm. so he's doing his thing there forget about legacy like that's one thing I worry about Harry Kane because Alan Shiro people can talk about oh Alan Shiro wasn't this guy this guy buff he got a Premier League on his belt on his belt at Blackburn mm-hmm. so you can talk to him where he wants top goal scorer of all time in Premier League and Premier League winner he's got his accolade mm-hmm. where's your accolade because you can be loyal to Tottenham, but unless this team, and I, I say to, I feel like Harry Kane should give it two years. One year to get into the stadium, and then if there's no good investment, you got to go to Daniel Levy. Forget it. used to be like 26, isn't it? Yeah, forget about your manager. Go to Daniel Levy and say, bruv, I'm, I'm technically about to hit peak years now, mm. and you're not investing. How many clubs will take me? Mm. I'm gone. I don't see how they can invest, though. I don't think they have the money beyond because the stadium. Because they're taking loans now. Of course. Before they didn't, have, they didn't need loans, but then when they realized, oh my god, the stadium ain't gonna build, be, be built now, mm. they're they're taking out loans. I'll, I'll, I'm gonna give you news now. I, I, <laughs> um, my dad has been working security at Tottenham Stadium seventy-seven f- for at least two months now. White Lane or the new one? The new one. Okay. Why is building up? Right. Mm-hmm. White Lane doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. That's new. Still White Lane, but it's just replaced the state old stadium. Mm-hmm. And I said to him, "Can you find out when your contract finishes?" For the stadium and he said april i was like okay will the stadium be built by then i'm assuming april and he goes oh no they are planning to open it the end of next the start of next season so, so basically when you tell all these fans we'll see what happens in december with that stuff we know it but you're still essentially trying to sell bs mm. to your fans any real football fan whether it's your club or not your club knows that that stadium is not going to be built mm. this season mm. already the inside is ready the outside is nowhere near really, uh, well, unless you count their superstore, which is apparently the biggest in the world. Which is still the most egregious thing, Con- I think. Congratulations for being the biggest store in the world. Not, I mean, 
you're wasting time on that. I mean, they ain't gonna fill it with trophies, are they? <laughs> exactly. You're building, you're filling it with shirts that say "Winks" on the back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> so you know. <laughs> so you know. Look, the thing is, the thing, the thing is, if you look at Tottenham's Their history, is the present and the present even ain't got no silver. If you, if you look, at, if you look, at, if you look at Tottenham's um, all the smoke today, man. <laughs> if you, if you look at Tottenham's strongest eleven, you can look at that team and say, you know what, they can do something. But it's not the strongest eleven that people have doubts with, bro. Mm. It's the depth behind it. Mm. Because if you throw City's strongest eleven on the pitch and then you take away the depth they had, or they have, sorry, you look at them and say, well, if you discount, if the brain gets injured, for example, let's say they didn't have another silver, mm. who are you going to put in there? You know? Depth is the thing that's needed. In and that's why Pochettino was like, damn, this is my, my worst feeling in the best moment. Because, yeah, we started off damn well, but... <laughs> if, if, if Harry King gets injured I must put Fernando Llorente up front mm. is he the same player in any level you know so you know this is why Arsenal are now progressing and you're not because people were speaking about oh Socrates and Torreira from Sampdoria yeah. they're good players and they're doing the team for Arsenal right now mm. he didn't sign anybody because he wasn't options. allowed to everybody thought that Aubameyang and Lacazette couldn't work it's working. One had one had to play, and the other had to sit on the bench. It's working. Both of them are playing. Both of them are shining. It's working. Beautifully. Whether it's one starting or two starting, it works. It works. It 100%. works. Because Pochettino can train these guys. That's why Ericsson, Ali, Kane, and Son as a four mm-hmm. works beautifully for them. Mm-hmm. But then when one of them go missing, and even Lucas Moura, Lucas Moura's coming and he's fitting well. But then let's say two of those guys get injured, or forget them. Them sent midfielders. Again, I'm saying his name again. Harry Winks. Kaziah Sterling. I didn't even know who the hell Exactly that is. my point. <laughs> exactly my point. Davison Sanchez look is at, injured look at, now. Look at in defensive defence. Look at their, their backup. Foyth. Who's Foyth? And Davison Sanchez. Now you've got three centre backs that you can trust yeah. and one that you're now starting to throw into it. Foyth has been there for three years. Yeah. He should be thrown into this a long time ago. Whether it's cup games, cup, cup, definitely cup games. Because he's played some, he's played a few cup games, but he should be playing more. Mm. And the games that you're at home and you know you're going to win, because let's be honest, there's been times in the last couple of years we've looked at Tottenham games before. Yeah, they're winning this game. They mm-hmm. won it. Mm-hmm. Those kind of games you can give him some time. You win the game three 0 at half time. Throw him on for the next forty five. Let him have that experience. Yep. You know, but actually, think about it hasn't been done. That they need to be bred in with experience. And, exactly, and good experience. And that's why uh, sorry to go back to United, but that's why we're about Dalot because mm-hmm. Dalot's played well. Mm-hmm. In, he's played three games. He's played well in all of them. But now you're gonna play him against Arsenal, who are in form. Yeah, that's why I was. That's why I was thinking when you talk about Terence and Zebe, it's like who are you gonna put next to? Hmm. My point. You have no plan, man. Don't yeah. talk There's no plan. But now, Emery man. had the plan, yep. and that's I'm why his plan's it. working. And Pochettino can have a plan, but the difference between Emery and Pochettino is one club is backing him, and one club has been foolish with their money. Mm. And now Tottenham are gonna spend ten years paying off loans. And Arsenal have just got out of paying off loans and now doing their thing. That's the thing with Arsenal. They, they, they planned. We talk about plans. They planned they that planned. stadium six years after it was built. Paid off. Bruv, Wenger finishing top, got top four. Wenger finishing top four was not a failure. No. It was, we've got some good players that we can make better by mm-hmm. spending pennies, but then these guys are going to go to better things because they want to win trophies. Mm-hmm. That's what they've done. Mm-hmm. So they went to do their thing. As soon as they were able to spend a bit of money, they signed Sanchez. They signed Ozil. Mm. They signed Lacazette. Aubameyang's coming. You can't you can't tell Arsenal that what they were doing was wrong. We can laugh at them saying, oh, you finished sixth last season under Wenger. We told you you were going to go out of the top four. Yeah, Arsenal fans knew that. Mm. But they also knew something had changed. They've had that change. Mm. They've signed the players and they've signed the defensive midfielder which has been screaming for us since Gilberto Silva left the club. 
my last love. Bruv. And now after the, Fellini, F- Flamini has failed. Coquelin. Coquelin has failed. El after Nene Coquelin has failed. Torreira seems to be the one that... Torreira is now doing it. And people might say, you know, it's early, it's only December, bruv. He's doing the job that they've been looking for. I think and it's coincided with I think, like I said, at the end of the day, it'll all be, it'll all be dependent on how he plays in the second season, how he grows as a player, innit? Mm. And then they obviously everyone had ever like well, football's football's always interesting when about players development, isn't it? Yeah. That one season they might have a blinding season is always careful as any fan, if you're actually a fan of the game and actually know the game, don't get excited over the first year. Be always be hopeful and see like and also like you know his upsides there and everything. But it's up to him to make sure when the season ends, mm-hmm. like, cool, how do I work my game? Because everyone knows that how I play now. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? You don't want to get exposed. But I feel like Arsenal's on the right track with the right manager. I feel like not necessarily even the right manager. I just feel like they've got a manager to kind of put some stability mm-hmm. that's been able to work with what they have and been able to add the way he feels fit for the first year. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're playing. And they're playing for him. And you can see that the chemistry's there already. Yep. They're, they're really building a team camaraderie there. And they're playing for each other. Mm-hmm. Unlike certain other teams yeah. in the north uh, south of the UK. If any Tottenham fans listen, I don't want you to think that the players will not play for Poch. I think you have more sense than that. But you have to now look at your board. Ban Pochettino. And, uh, shut up. You have to now look at your board. We had, yeah. a, we had, we had, a, we had a discussion about this. We can go into it. We can go into it if you want. Fortunate, man. Right. Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Thank you, sir. Here we go. We can do this. We can discuss it. Um, and, um, you think we've spent too much time on God. Okay. All right. Um, but, Next week. Next week? Yeah, we can talk to you. I'll definitely discuss it next week. Okay, that's cool with me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, the players will play for him. Mm-hmm. But unless you've got the quality to back up the quality you've got on the pitch, mm-hmm. you ain't going to progress. Exactly. So don't be surprised if you chance on top of four behind Arsenal and mm-hmm. Chelsea, Liverpool and C. Mm-hmm. Ballon d'Or. Let's talk about the good first and we'll get to the bad later. But the good is Ronaldo and Messi's dominance of the Ballon d'Or it's finally over, over. <laughs> it's been a while man Luka Modric congratulations sir. since Kaka 20, 2007 blimey man wow. first one and they literally did in 10 years 5-5 five, five. that's did. mad that's crazy. It's crazy that's mad so mm. you know both of them legends of this yeah, game, what is it? legends the goats the goats mm-hmm. um, Modric deserves I feel, yeah, I feel like he deserves Ronaldo's it even done. though even though <laughs> it's probably, probably still but even though even though people are talking about um accolades and that stuff I just want to point out that oh. Varane and Modric had the when same I, when year I, when I saw when I saw um, about Messi they said like most dribbles most charges created yeah most goals so yeah. the narrative oh. that Messi should be in the Ballon d'Or I'm saying listen man you got knocked out being up 4-1 on aggregate you, know you have no right to speak. You know the reason why I don't. The reason, the reason why I don't. I can Celta Vigo. I'm flipping the, Grenada. This what I'm saying. Get out, get the reason. The reason why I don't even like. <laughs> stupid, stupid. The reason I don't acknowledge them Mandes because they say like, oh, oh. So this this Papa is disrespectful to the guys like Schneider and Ribery and these guys that had a great year and didn't win the Ballon d'Or. Yeah, mm. we were telling you they should have won Ballon d'Or, but you're screaming Messi or Ronaldo. So what are you talking about now? Mm. I remember you were saying it doesn't matter about it doesn't matter about trophies and accolades. Shut. What, Making what's, narrative, what's, uh, what's, what's uh, rattled them? Is the fact is that, that Messi's fifth? That's what's rattled them. That's what's really messed. We we them. know Messi should be because higher. Say, mm-hmm. but, but my thing, but even so, like, should Messi be higher? Really? I would have put it top three. He's done better more than Griezmann. No, nah, but because the thing, but obviously, I feel like Messi naturally was automatically going to be Messi could win it every year. Ronaldo could win it every year. Yeah, I, that's true. I, I think my thing, my thing about when it comes to those kind of trophies, yeah, is that bro, who was at the end of the day who actually played who balled out like in that tournament? Luka Modric balled out in mm-hmm. the Champions League. Also taking into consideration they had the man of the match performance on an all round consistent thing. Yeah. Ronaldo's slowed down by the semi finals in the Champions League, obviously, but he had that twelve 
game scoring streak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, throughout the Champions League, throughout the first round, I think mm-hmm. he scored like in it's the first eight goals, eight goal, first eight games or something, whatever. Yeah. Scoring twelve goals already, being top goal scorer again, and, and they and then winning the tra- and then repeating the CR, which I said that they would do. Um, I said they were repeating it. I said they were easily the best said team it, in football. Said they on this podcast. <laughs> I said it straight because when it comes to teams like that you don't mess with teams like that mm. that have a player like that yeah <laughs> you get what I'm saying which shows you now more his value now he's gone mm-hmm. definitely and my thing is always about when I, when I, whenever I look at um, being a player being the best in the game it is about my thing mentality always has to play into the game now my thing is I look at Modric I think he should have won it I think he deserves it um, I think he had a brilliant um, campaign I would not have given it to either Ronaldo or um, Messi to be completely honest I don't think they deserved it really no from from like even from an individual standpoint because it gets to a point I always say to certain players you can't rate them of what they do in a, in a domestic game mm. to be honest the, the only person that I felt would, would have thrown a challenge to me if we're talking about being consistent for their club and country is Varane Varane was you also mentioned Kante and Kante but, well, but those are like genuine candidates but, for a trophy where's that but the difference, line, yeah. About just like your ability. But the difference mm, between Kante and Varane was, even though both won the World Cup, Varane also won the Champions, Champions League, League yeah. which is the one thing he had over Modric, and, and he was out. brilliant mm-hmm. for the whole out. season. So when, when I hear, oh, what about he's, he's the player that Griezmann and <laughs> Griezmann and Messi and we're like, bruv, Varane and Modric were different class from Madrid mm. and France and Croatia. So, you know, there is no argument. People. Whether people like you it or not, Modric was the midfielder from Real Madrid. He was the midfielder of Croatia. Mm. So, it's deserved. So, and I just, that's I, that. And I just want to hash out again, yeah. But people saying that he was La Liga top goal scorer. But who is he challenging in La Liga? Who? Who's going against... Who is he really going against in La Liga? Ronaldo didn't even play games in La Liga Because my thing is this. We need... As, as football fans, this is what I'm saying about people who need to understand about football. The stakes are different in different competitions. Do you get what I'm saying? The stakes and the level of clout or the level of um, expectation that it has. Yeah, it's different. When you're a team that's already expected to win it against 17 other teams, you're like one of, you're like one of out of three of the 17 other teams that you're bet that you're literally a level above everyone. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There is no challenge for you in a, in a domestic competition situation. So my expectation of you as a team when you're buying Luis Suarez and you've got Neymar and you've bought 100 million, 100 million for Dembele and you've bought 150 million for Coutinho, why should I look at your only estimate as a La Liga? <laughs> How can... So, because so when you put it in that standpoint, ah, yeah, we know Messi's um, one of the greatest to ever play. We know what Messi can do in the ball. He's magical and I get that. How about doing that for me in a Champions League game when it actually matters? And then and then all of a sudden your size and your height continues to get exposed because of the physicality of the game. <laughs> Let's talk bit, about it. That's your bit mad, Let's don't get twisted. I love Messi. I love Messi. But the reason why I don't feel like Messi is because most of the time it was about the teams that he has. You need to put a team around Messi for him to be able to do what he's able to do to the best of his ability. You could argue the same for Ronaldo. No, yeah. You could argue the same for Ronaldo and that, and that's the same thing. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, but no, my same. thing is wherever Ronaldo goes, they get better. Messi's only had one team though. Messi's only had one team, but they have one Champions League. Other than with one team, other than what I'm trying to say is, yeah, when I was been to Man, Man United, mm. that League. team got better. They won a Champions League. Yeah, yeah, they're at Real Madrid. Yeah, mm-hmm. dominated, done his thing, got four Champions Leagues. Mm-hmm. You don't think he's a favorite right now to get the Champions League this season? I right? do think he's a favorite. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and if he does get it, then that will. And, I'm to, and, I, and I think my thing is when I look at Messi is in terms of like. 
I just see how teams are defending him now. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. See, this, this Fam, is, Messi this, isn't unstoppable. See, I'm happy. I'm happy that you said this because Messi isn't unstoppable. But when you get the players around him that allows him to be, now have more free space, mm. the reason why that four slam formation was so dominant and effective because you got to look at the different the other scoring outlets they still had to look out for. Mm-hmm. How could you be trying to defend Messi and still worry about David Villa on the right mm-hmm. on the wing? Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Or you still got an outlet in Pedro that was still serviceable. Yeah. You still had a midfield. That was still that was always gonna be there. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Messi has been comfortable working with stability. When there isn't that much stability and now there's more pressure on him Hmm. to have to do more. I get you. Do you get what I'm saying? Are you that kind of player to carry? Mm. Ronaldo's been having to do that since he was like what, 18? And with Portugal, even. And with Portugal. He's been used to being give me the ball and get the heck out of the way. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. Messi does it sometimes. And Messi's very passive every now and then in these games I know the guy is brilliant do you get what I'm saying mm-hmm. but you are not deserving of no Ballon d'Or this, in no calendar this, year last this, year this, this is, I don't want to ever hear that this is, what I, this is what I try to tell people but they don't seem to understand when you when you talk about this Messi and Ronaldo debate or Messi with whoever it can be whoever you want I to I love Messi bro I don't think he's the one Ronaldo, thing but, they no. scream about is ability we're not blind mm. the boy is a ridiculous footballer Talent. he's literally everything <laughs> complete in football like we've Wait, seen it not everything complete because he's 5'8 He's five what? Five what? Yeah, ten? But, five ten. But, no. but five eight. He's five eight, isn't it? Six seven. Six seven. Who's six? Five six seven. Five six or five six five seven. Yeah. Fam, if he was if 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 you had a player that was six no, foot but, but, six foot plus, yeah. He's he has a heading ability. No, he does have a heading ability, but it is not a consistent heading ability. But, but he's more got, no, but he's Barcelona more likely is, staying below no, but, but below Bar- ground. Barcelona, mm-hmm. do you get what I'm Barcelona until recent years haven't really played that style of playing the ball in the air. No, so. and I, I agree, and that's what I'm saying. Like so, Messi, I think Messi's great. I think Messi's great, but I'm saying like that window where he could be the guy to kind of like, oh yeah, he's gonna take us all the way to the Champions League now. This is what I'm saying. Don't see it normal. Messi, I think that window's long Messi, gone. This is this is what I told people like Messi from like 2009 to what was the last time I see they won two? No, not 2015 one. 2000 and I say 2012. Because that's where he scored 91 goals, mm-hmm. right? That Messi, you couldn't touch him anywhere. And then this came this decline where he domestically, him and Ronaldo can run things. That's, that's not a problem. But in Europe, and I'm happy that Messi had that whole uh, press conference in front of the fans earlier this season where he had a microphone saying, we want the Champions League back at the Camp Nou and all that stuff. Because he's pretty much told you, listen... You, you guys think I just care about La Liga bro that's the trophy I want mm, I mm. need that trophy back at this club mm. that's the upper echelon the champions bro you want you want that you know so that that's that's, <laughs> that's that's his um that's his goal now if he can be honest enough to come out and tell you that this is the trophy I crave mm. why can't you then be honest enough to tell him that look what you've been doing in Europe has not been good enough the mat- when it matters thing is so key it's the same thing we had you said about Eden Hazard. Eden Hazard said it himself. I've performed in big games. You can drop my numbers against the top six uh, with the other top six sides in the, prim- in the Premier League. But when it came to the games where it decides us it winning, something. it means us winning something. By the way, not stopping Tottenham winning a title. Mm. I'm it means that. us winning something. I'm talking about the games. I'm talking about this is where football. This that's is, this is that's sports. where mm-hmm. this is sports. Yeah. This is I don't care what people say. This is this is one thing I don't like here. Yeah? My thing, one thing I don't like, we credit losers way too much in sports. A man has been sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Let me let me go off. Let me go off. I'm sorry. A man has been to what four, five international finals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now one of them you were you, so I'll bring it down to four. Yeah? Okay. I'll bring it down to four. <laughs> listen listen to what I'm telling you, bruv, because you're easier. 
I will sit here and I will call Higuain the greatest bottler of all time in football history. 100%. I will say with my chest. Mm-hmm. But then in the World Cup final, big game bottler. in the World Cup final, I will, on my life, I will swear to God, but I will even swear to Lucifer oh, on this, chill, at chill, this point. Chill, 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 chill. <laughs> Listen, yeah. Listen, man. Listen. Jesus Christ had, is Lord, yeah? yeah. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I know. I know. You had, you had <laughs> the most... <laughs> you just did what I said. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm being so serious, man. You had the most clear cut. Spirit, you had the most clear cut, yeah, chance, chance. in that World Cup final. Messy, People are trying to tell me it was a tight angle. It was this. It was that. Hey, bro, you no, 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 no. I know, I know. But you're just one of you're just one of many, right? That's a chance that Messi puts away. Yeah. But has he's not made um Courtois from tight, tight angles. So the fact that he missed that <laughs> chance. And it went missing and watched Mario Goetzer mm. finish off your country. It's a damn shame. You <laughs> faced Alexis Sanchez twice in finals and he put you to shame to the point that you, sc- you Johnny Wilkinson, a penalty. Yeah. And you said, I retire from international football. Now I'm taking a break like you are now, apparently. You retired from the game of international football. To the point where your country had to beg you to come back because they said, nah, you are known as the greatest player, so come and do it for us. You know, come and do you it know, for us. And then on Messi's case, you know. And yeah. then, yeah, they go into his case because they look at him and say, People you're say doing all this, no, you're doing all this for Barcelona, come do it for us. People say you're better than Maradona. Maradona done it for club and country. Where's yours? Again, I'm telling you right now, there are Argentinians in in, in in around the world, yeah, that are saying, yeah, that they don't in, in terms of what Messi's expectations. They don't rate him. I'm saying that. Like, Messi's greatness demands me, demands a World Cup. You cannot call this man the GOAT and have the squad that he's had mm. over the years. Yeah, you have enough pieces to stand up and be the main guy. And this is what the situation is when it comes to. I'm telling you, you put sorry, Ronaldo, upset, you sorry, give sorry, Ronaldo, sorry, sorry, sorry. wait, wait, hear what I'm saying? You I'm give sorry. Ronaldo a, a squad even as good as that Argentina squad back in, um, was it, um, in 2010, yeah? You, you reckon Ronaldo ain't winning the World Cup? Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And my thing is like, my thing is, Messi is like, if the if the, all the pressure, if the pressure is on you to now show up and you do not need to hide behind Neymar, Suarez, Ibrahimovic, David Villa, where you can still do your thing, mm. you get what I'm saying? And it literally like, it all falls on you, literally all on you, I'm talking about since 2015, all on you, can you bring deliver the goods? Mm. You show me you could score 70, what, 73 goals, but what did it win you? Nothing. Empty numbers, but then he. But, but it was but, a record. It was a record. But then no, 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 no. It was no. a record. That's beautiful. But you said did that. you win? That's beautiful. You said that because he won the he won the, he won the Ballon d'Or that year. But then when but but then when but then when we Champions League scores just scores Ronaldo, what happens? Oh, he 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 he. So he should be the Ballon d'Or winner. Do you see about hypocrisy? What was that? That's what that was. But the point being, look, the point. I'm so so mad right now. The point being is this. You really mad that you? He's fifth because he's fifth. I'll put it, it this. Happens. I'll put it this way. We talk about goats in football, mm. right? Yeah. Now Ronaldo, he hasn't won a World Cup, but he's won an international trophy. Whether you, the way he won it or whether it's in his trophy cabinet, you can't mm-hmm. touch it. You can't talk nonsense to him. But I'm gonna put it to you this way. Forget those two for, <laughs> forget those two for a second, right? Forget those two for a second. The people that we call goats in this sport of football. Say that again into the mic. Come here. Come here. Come here, say that again. Huh? Not necessarily. What have they won? They've won a World Cup. Not, not, not all of them. Not all not of them. All of them. But the ones that we mentioned the most, your Zidane's, 
Pele's Cruyff. Maradona's Cruyff has a one. I know, but we mentioned Yeah, no, we mentioned him, but we don't put him next to those two because there's levels. People do. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> um, I mean, should have won R9? Yeah. What have they done? Thierry. What Thierry? No, what, what have they done? Thierry. What have they done? Dan. What have they done? Oh, and what did they do in those World Cups? Did they perform? Yes, they did. My G. Case closed. And my thing is like this: like, where? Why have we allowed losing? We've allowed people that lose to get away with it because now it's entertainment over results. You see, era. Right? You see, I get. That's I what get, it is. I get, and that's what I'm saying. How can you have entertainment over results? That like, I don't matter. I, they're not so Turkish shows. They're yeah. trying to win out here. Mm. I want to enjoy saying? my football. So you want to? This argument making me ill, bro. My team win to be. This argument making me ill. I enjoy a team. There's nothing that fulfills me more than winning. Mm-hmm. L- losses will teach me how to win. Mm-hmm. That's how they should be doing. Mm. I don't want to lose in comfortability. Mm. That's a difference. That's a difference. You can't be stagnant and be losing. Mm. I mean, no damn sense. How you how you gonna be losing and then you're getting celebrated for it? Come on, like, and then do it. And especially when it's all for all the marbles and you, the best player, do not show up for your team in the final. Brother, score forty two goals coming to a final, yeah, and all of a sudden you can't show up. I'm not talking about Salah, by the way. I'm just giving an example. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, you come and you're, you're like, 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 imagine like, well, I, I'm, I'll never forget. I think it was um. Um, Gonzalo Higuain goes out bang goals slap goals now yeah it's finals time yeah and you know they know how you play Mm -hmm. and this is the thing about football when you get deeper and deeper into the Champions League you're playing a team for two legs they're going to know what you do best Mm -hmm. the thing about football that makes you greater than the other person is is I know you know what I'm going to do are you going to stop it though Yeah. ask Ayo Robin look look at any player like literally when they they go to the drama they go I guarantee they're going to say keep Ronaldo out of the box do not give him no space in the 18 yard box. Mm-hmm. Do not let, do not do not let them break out. Foul him if you need to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Clog it up in the air. Do not stop him. Can they stop him? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's greatness. Do you see what I'm saying? That's what you're saying. That's greatness. And we don't we're not sitting here That's say, greatness. We're not sitting here saying Messi can't do that because you see him do that. You've done I've it seen before. Messi He's put done it. on the floor Bruv. and kill a guy with his off foot against the best goalkeeper in the world at that time. Yeah. Bruv. But then, what did he, but then what did he do after that leg? He won the Champions League. Neymar won the Champions League. Don't get it twisted. But he was still part of the team. Just give him the credit. No, Neymar won the Champions League. No, no, no. My, 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 my <laughs> thing is this. I'm talking about the game against Atletico, the game against Juventus, and the game against Roma, yeah. yeah. Those three last three legs, fam, you have been abysmal. <clears throat> Missing. Absolutely. But you're my goat. Anyway, I'm done because I need to go home. Congratulations, Luka Modric. That was what it does, man. Well done, Tim. Ada Hergerberg. First female uh, to ever win the Ballon d'Or. Completely taken away by a stupid sexist comment from Martin Solvig. Yep. Who asked her, can she twerk? <sighs> Biggest moment of her career. And completely you, ruined, you ruined and it. obliteratored. Ada Herberg, she won she was the first uh, woman to win the Ballon d'Or. And you've ruined it. And... Uh, DJ at the time, MC, MC at the time, asked her, can you twerk? You see how ashamed she looked after that. She looked... She was tired. Yeah. I I think, but, I think, but I think at the same time, it just lets you know, lets you know, for women, yeah, 
it's harsh like you feel like you finally made some progress mm-hmm. in terms of because I feel like women are so on that road to trying to get quality you know for, on social oh yes matters, it's still it? far it's still, still yeah it? but sometimes stuff like that will always remind you we still got a long way to go mm-hmm. so women just keep pushing keep yep. being strong keep you know shining man. Yeah. keep shining keep balling you're up working, I always say this you guys are working a lot more harder than a lot of us men and you're putting us to shame so mm-hmm. keep doing what you're doing mm-hmm. keep being great yeah? get another ball on and come ask him to twerk flipping exactly. waste man I said can you twerk like, and, and that's what I'm saying it's such an uneducated question Mm. And and so came out know, after. No, it's sensitive. It's like so. Like it's unnecessary. You don't, you don't need to say it. Nope. Understand nope. the moment, mate. You got what I'm saying? Mm. Pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. <laughs> mm. Also, Bamiyang, we should have mentioned it at Tottenham, but the the banana peel thrown at him. That's another thing. Uh, Black people, well, <laughs> right? As far as you come, did you hear the guy's excuse? He said he wasn't racist. No, no, not only that. He said he said he found a banana skin <laughs> on the floor outside the stadium. So he picked it up and brought it into the stadium with him and decided to throw it onto the pitch. <laughs> a- apparently, when Aubameyang decided to score. Okay. Yeah. 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 What? Oh, yeah. He, he found it outside, so he decided to bring it inside with him. Like he's a lost child. You know? So, um, yeah. You're a racist. Firm it. Yep. Absolute douche but we cannot end on a sad note so I'm going to go to fixtures for are we, do, are we doing bins we can do top bins yeah there's only one you <laughs> yeah. could always say towers are top top put it in the top bins yeah. but not the case man yeah Junior, case. Junior Hoylet shout out shout off. out to Junior Hoylet fixtures for next week so tomorrow I guess because the games that are playing today are Bournemouth and they're leading 2-1 Brighton are winning 3-0 with Palace Western winning 3 0 against Cardiff and City are leading 2 0 against Watford. But for tomorrow, Everton versus Newcastle. Everton, Newcastle. Mm-hmm. Um, Everton 3 0 again. Mm. Fulham, Leicester. Oh. Mm. I'm going to go Fulham 2 1. Wolverhampton and Chelsea. Should have got on Nuno Espirito Santos next foot today. We should have. But, but then we'll... watch him go and put out a result. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going 2 1 Wolves. To that pretty much puts my Chelsea to try and win the title it's a shame <laughs> but there you go Burnley Liverpool um, Liverpool are going to smack them hopefully they are going to uh, that being said it'll be so funny if Burnley win but <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go 4-0 f- Liverpool Manchester United Arsenal Arsenal 3 Man United 1 yikes you say Arsenal gonna be United if we won? Yeah, with my uh, chest. No problem, with my chest. <laughs> Old Trafford. With my chest. <laughs> what, what's Old Trafford? Don't say Old Trafford, bro. You know the last time we won a game in Old Trafford? Please, Old Trafford, man. you know. Come on, bro. That's the, the, the of nightmares. It, it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the fear of nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> Tottenham, Southampton. Final game. Tottenham will bounce back. 2-0. Mm. Um, Nothing too big. Derek. Where can they find you, sir? Plug yourself. Uh, you can find me on Instagram. Twitter, um, you can also find me on what else can they find me? SoundCloud, mm-hmm. SoundCloud. your music's there. Um, yes, um, IEV music that's A Y I V I E M U S I Q. You can find me on Instagram. I post a lot, a lot. <laughs> um, so catch me on there for music updates. I also do a bunch of other stuff that's funny. I like to talk how United are trash, so <laughs> come follow your, me. Your man. EP coming out, man. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> 
He's ready, bro. Wow. I'm joking. Uh, yeah, um, I've been putting too much pressure on this guy. <laughs> I ain't trying to this see him. This is my first time saying it on a podcast, bro. It's bro, weird. Dang. With your chest, bro. All right, cool. Yo, I've got a radio as well, bro. People listening. I've got an EP coming out on the 14th of December. Phil's EP. Um, it's got three tracks. Looking forward to releasing it. New track Pills is coming out same day. And 2019 is going to be very, very special. So stay tuned. And thank you for the platform and the opportunity, guys. Honestly, 100 episodes, man. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You guys are doing some great things. Thank we're you, doing sir. things, but yeah. we're doing things. Man. Yeah. Michael, yeah. for the 100th time, where can they find us? Oh, bloody hell. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Twitter, SoundCloud, iTunes, as usual. FNX Network, Pitch DMM Radio. Am I forgetting Jeez. something else? I don't believe you are, sir. Wait, I said SoundCloud, iTunes, Twitter, FNX. And that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Five nice. platforms. We're doing our thing. We're doing our Come thing. on now. This is another episode of the Feet in Midfield Podcast. Good night. Mm-hmm.